Hey y'all, this is Angie and welcome to our podcast called Be Honest Though. I have a special guest in the building today. Hi everybody. <laughs> Usually he's behind the scenes, but he's in front now. And I've been in some episodes, just my voice or yeah, in the my background. Name. In the in the background. Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> For those that know. If you are a season one listener, you know Miguel. I might have to start carrying that for, yeah. for this show purposes, you know? Yeah. Like, Miguel, come over here and get some water. I don't know if I told you, but uh, at my job, like, uh, since I work at a school bus company, like, mm-hmm. we had the DMV doing inspections. And one of the ladies there, she even called me Miguel, too. Oh, you told me that. And you I was like a Miguel, though. And I was laughing, though, because I was like, yo, what is up with everybody, like, calling me Miguel? This is the second time. <laughs> I don't know if it's, like, the beard or it might be the beard. She Chris. said it was like, I guess you should take that as a compliment because it's like, you know, Miguel's like usually handsome and everything. It's I your skin tone. I think that's what it is. Yeah. So I Because you have like an olive skin tone. You have a beard now. You're looking real daddy, you know? I laugh because when I think of Miguel, I think of Miguel the singer. But he looks like you so in I'm a not, way. I don't know, but you know what it is? I don't know. I don't know. I don't see, I don't see it. Maybe just in the skin tone. That's about it. It could be the skin. I feel like he has the same exact hair as you. Now he does. Maybe. <laughs> Did he, he always? Mm, no. I mean, they always change their hair as well. That's true. But yes. I don't know. I, I laugh at the Miguel thing now. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> his name is Chris, by the way. <laughs> Not Miguel, but he gives Miguel vibes. So that's that's the thing. Yeah, it was a compliment. Yeah, love. She said the same thing. It was a compliment. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it was, and it was and even on the show that one episode. It was yeah, that, Miguel. You know, it was a yeah. compliment. So I was like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, he did call you suave, and that's what you think. Yeah, of Miguel. Miguel suave. Yeah. So yeah, Chris is here. I'm excited. This is an impromptu um, episode. <laughs> the backup to the backup. Yeah, to the backup. it's like three backups right now but, in the works. But it will be put out when it's ready. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. No, this one's coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one will come out. Um, Excuse me, y'all. I'm like sick. I don't know what's going on. I think it's the air conditioners, but if you hear me breathing a little funny, it's because I'm congested. <laughs> like, yo, I never... Ugh. I haven't felt like this in a long time since I had COVID, so, you know... Yeah, I mean, it's the air conditioning. Like, everybody yeah. gets it. Like, I fall asleep with it, and I always feel like I'm, like, congested already. Right? And I freak out because I'm like, oh, am I going to actually get sick, or it's just, like, refreshed? No, once I feel, like, some tickle in the throat and I start sneezing, I'm like, oh, I'm sick. That's why you got to take that it. medicine every morning. What medicine? The Fireball? Yeah, the Fireball whiskey. Yo, that thing... I probably won't call for, like, a good two hours. There you go. You're welcome. So that's good. My throat won't be dry, but... Mm-mm. I can't take that. It tastes like, oh my God, what is that medicine? It tastes like Big Red, but it's also a medicine. But yeah, it's um, Fireball tastes like that medicine like back in the day that I used to get a long time ago. But I can't remember what it is. Uh, you never had medicine that tastes like that? I The worst medicine I've ever had, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if it's a Spanish, I think it's a Spanish medicine. Mm-hmm. It's like some fish. I want to say it's like bacalao. Mm-hmm. It's like a white syrup, right? The bottle's brown. I'll never, it's the nastiest, <laughs> the nastiest thing I've ever tasted. Like, yo. I don't know what Spanish kid did not ever have this. Like, when you had mm-hmm. a cough mm-hmm. and you saw that, yo, you already know the tears gotta come out. Like, <laughs> My mom would be chasing me. You gotta drink it right now, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
nothing could ever make it taste good. Then they finally, years later, come out with a strawberry. And I'm like, so they just made it nastier. <laughs> Wait, so the original one didn't have a flavor. No, it was just no, like. whatever. It actually just tasted that yeah. And I used to hate that because I'm like, yo, I can only, like, as far as, as, far as I knew, only the Spanish kids that I, like, knew, grew mm-hmm. up, no, I know they had this. Like, wow. me, my sister, every, my neighbors. And I could laugh because it's like, yo, Angie, you've never I don't care what medicine you've had. It's mm-hmm. not as bad as this one. No, because black people know we had this pink medicine. Now, I don't know if it was fucking penicillin. I don't know what it was, but it was like this thick pink. It was supposed to taste like bubble, cum, bubble gum or whatever. <laughs> Yo, this shit was so fucking disgusting. And then my mom had the nerve to put it in orange juice and shit. It made the orange juice like this muddy color like and it was so freaking slimy and i'm like what did i take this for i don't even remember taking it when i was actually sick sick it was like i was taking it to go out in the day it was just to build the immune system that's what it was for i get sick all the time it probably made it worse Like, no. yo. Listen, if you could find that medicine, I guarantee, and I'll find the one I'm talking about, I guarantee you mine is nasty. We gotta see. Because I feel like mine, since it's based on like a fish, like mm-hmm. it's fish based, I'm like, yo, you know, it, it was it a dead fish? Was it a cooked <laughs> fish? Like, bro, it, if you don't cook Kind of like fish oil type of. I, I don't even want to say it was like fish oil, but like when I think about it, like that shit, it was probably like blended mm-hmm. up till it was so liquidy finally. Ew. And they liquefied it, put it in a bottle, and was like, yo. Ew, get to see your kids. We're gonna tell people this is not gonna make you sick mm. no more. And but do you get sick though? I know. I don't even know. I don't remember. I, all I know is like you I don't get j- sick now. Actually, you know, you are right. Uh, I see? do. I do have a good immune system. See, but I probably needed that shit. You're probably right. But honestly, even now thinking about it, like mm-hmm. now having a son, I think like. I'm gonna buy it when he's sick. Like, mm-hmm. here you go. And I'm gonna be like, you gotta drink it, bro. He'd probably do. be Iron Man by then. Like. Yeah, but I I don't know. Just, and they, when they came out with the strawberry flare one, I had it at that point. I was just like, never <laughs> did you did. taste it? No, my sister did at that point. My sister did. And my sister said, say, like, it tasted worse, but. Yeah, because anything strawberry flavored medicine is not good. Strawberry but, grape. But I like strawberries. But you like strawberry medicine? I don't really remember. I know cherry flavor medicine. That's disgusting. That's the worst one. <laughs> and then that's the worst one. It's funny because like you have like Tylenol right now, like mm-hmm. for kids. And I look at it, I'm like, yo, is it nasty? But like Ethan loves it. Well, what flavor is it? Uh, probably cherry. Oh. But he like when I give it to him in the oral syringe, mm-hmm. he's fighting it at first because obviously like I'm trying to give him medicine like in yeah. his mouth. But when he has it, it's like, oh, well, it tastes good, like candy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I never. He don't know it. yet. He don't know yet. Once he tastes real candy, then he's gonna taste his medicine. Yeah, we don't. And then re- he's gonna be like, oh, what the hell is he this? He has lied to me all yeah. these years. <laughs> Just like when you're gonna lie. Oh, Santa Claus. Whoa, chill, chill. <laughs> yo, yo, kids might be listening to this. You can't be saying that. Oh, sorry. Your kids should not be listening to this. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean, I don't say anything crazy, though. No. Mm-mm. Not really. It's not bad. Yeah. Literally, your entire podcast has not been inappropriate. Just. I do a lot of curse. I think season one, I did a lot of cursing. Now season Because I was comfortable. Now season two, you're not comfortable. I'm trying not to curse as a person. I'm trying not to do it now. I'm, I'm like literally like. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm shocked because I already cursed like three times. No, nah, I'm pulling back. I'm trying to be professional. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that for the rest of the episode. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Let's see how it goes. You want to do like a jar in the middle, and every time you do, you put a dollar in. You know I don't have no money, so no. 
we can do a metaphorical jar. All right. I, I, or use, I always use like, yo. I owe you a penny or something. All right. All right. We, we could do go. that. Okay. We, could, we should actually do that as a group. That would be funny. Like, yeah. Like, if you put yourself in a whole day, because I at work, I mm-hmm. know I'd be firing these words out. Mm. Literally, not a second goes when I don't say the word fuck. Yeah. That don't count. No, but I'm just saying, like, literally at work, it's like, oh, man, like, you're kidding me. And it's like, yeah. and I can't help. Not that I can't help it. It's just like, it's, I guess, the only way I could get my anger to be expressed. Yeah, because, come on, the F word is like the it's, best word it's part of the dictionary like yeah, it's like that's the only word that you can use to describe how angry you really are yeah it, it's, like, it's, it could be used for anything at that point mm-hmm. but I try to hold back right now no but when I don't know something about that F when it comes <laughs> out it's just like it's just extra it's you know, nice especially when you're throwing it at somebody oh the word will be the best like yeah, like when you just say it, it's like all right, you you said it out loud people heard you mm-hmm. okay great but when you're throwing it at someone yeah. directly and you're looking at them in the eyes like yeah. are you fucking kidding me you fucking, yeah like, i gets. like to throw the middle finger up too just to add a little spice to it i don't really think about the middle finger that no much. it's I've like been doing that lately it's like when people do, like drive and like honk the horn at people mm-hmm. like because they're not moving i'm like what did that get you? Like, mm. did, did you feel accomplished? See, I don't throw the middle finger out when I'm driving. I go like this. Like, I point to them. Like, I got you. Yeah. I got like, you next time. Like, do, do, do. <laughs> like, what should we? Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? That probably gets somebody else more angry than... But it's not two of the fingers, though. I'm, I'm doing the, the gun sign. It's not two... Wait. If it's two fingers, that's really the gun, I to think. To me, it's always been the gun. Yes. The gun, right? But one, if you do one, it's like... I'm just pointing Get the fuck you. out of here. Yeah. yeah. I think it adds on that I have nails. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It makes it a little bit more sassy. Mm, it makes you feel all bougie. Yeah. Like, like, you're going to see this because my nails is fire. Then you're going to get this fire curse out. So, is that why you always have to make sure your nails are good? Because, like, you can't. No, that's it. just me as a person. Okay. Yeah, just, I feel weird without nails because I feel like I have, like, chunky fingers. So, <laughs> like, chunky old people fingers. So, I'm like, yo, I need youthful nails to, like, balance. You need to, like, distract the yeah like the wrinkles and stuff like i feel like in my past life i was like i had to be like a farmer or something or somebody who had a garden because my hands are crazy rough Hmm. i feel like it could be you never know Mm -hmm. what do you think your past life person was honestly Mm -hmm. based on some like past conversations i've had Mm -hmm. recently like um I've had to have been a woman before. Mm. As crazy as that sounds. And it's not like I'm saying like, oh, I'm... it's crazy because um, you know how like Snapchat has a filter mm-hmm. and uh, there's a filter that makes you look like a woman or a guy. Oh, I did that. So I yeah. did a woman one, right? You know, for jokes mm-hmm. and everything. And I showed it to uh, my boss's wife the other day mm-hmm. and she saw it and was like, Chris, you're fucking gorgeous. <laughs> Chris, oh, yo. like she was just like so like astonished. And I, I look at it, I'm like, yo, I just see myself with a wig. That's mm-hmm. all I, I see. Yeah. But she was like, yo, Chris, honestly, if you were born a woman, I'd have to be scared of you. Like, wow. Like she was like going like hard though. Nice I to see like, this picture. I'll, yeah, I'll show you. But it's like, and I had one with no glasses and one with glasses. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Chris, like a girl with brains, like. Mm-hmm. If you, were, if you were a woman, I'd have to be scared about you around my husband. Dang. And I'm like laughing. I'm like, all right, but I'm not. Like, I'm like chill. <laughs> like, chill. The you know, I did that filter. I just look like my dad. 
<laughs> like well, that's it. But that's what my sister did one too. My mm-hmm. little sister and like me. And my but your sister's pretty though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Me and my sister don't really look like alike. You know, she's a lot no. lighter than I am. Yeah. But she did the guy one, and I looked at her and I'm like, bro, you look dirty. <laughs> like, like the five o'clock shadow. I don't know. Like she just had like a Yo. stank face, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a bad picture. But I'm like, you just look like a weird looking guy in my opinion. <laughs> I seriously, mm. I think I have. Yeah, I want to see that picture because that's. It's fucking hilarious. It's just funny to me because I'm just like, I literally just see. Like, I showed a picture of them before I even mm-hmm. told them who it was. That's you? Yeah. That's fucking you? <laughs> Wait. I showed them that picture without telling what them What the actual f- Nah, this is wild. I swear to God, that's me, bro. This is wild. I even got that same shirt in my closet right now. I showed you. Yeah, that is me. Oh, no, I'm scared. That is crazy. But that's exactly her. That was her reaction when she first saw it. And then this is me without glasses. Oh, no. Why are you a bad bitch, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Yo. I don't know. Listen, that's why at that point, and it's like. I'm no, bit. I'm shook. And then she kind of kept going on, like, you know, like, I'm very uh, gentle spirit and everything. Like, I'm very yeah. kind. So she was like, Chris, you must have been a woman in the past. Yo, if y'all saw that picture, yo, you's a bad bitch, but Chris. I, it's crazy. I look at that picture like, yo, I don't see anything other than me with a wig. I, that don't even look like, it looks like you, but it don't. That like could be my sister. Not, not even. even. Damn. Wow. Wow, you were a bad bitch. How does it feel? I mean, uh, I mean, I'm getting a compliment from a, two other women. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. When I showed that to my boss's wife, we showed multiple girls. like Because mm-hmm. it was all his, like her family, like her daughter, her uh, sister-in-law and everything. Yeah. And they all said the same thing. Then like that, they started joking around like, yo, Chris, you know, you single now. Like, if you were a woman, I'd have you work in the streets. Out. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo. You are bad. Yo, you should show, like, you should show guys. Be like, yo, this is the girl I'm talking to. And see what they react. Nah. <laughs> but you might get punched. Like, yo, that's you. Yeah, like, I don't think I, I could ever tell them the truth after that. It's like, <laughs> I, I doubt you've seen it, but on Disney Plus, I have a show called Loki. Nah, I didn't see it. Spoiler, you know, spoiler alert for those that don't watch it or haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But, like, the main character, right? It, it's about, like, um,. Multiverses kind of thing where yeah. it, he meets another version of himself as a woman and he okay. falls in love with, with himself. himself. So that's, that's the vibes that gives me. Like, I'm not going to tell people I'm talking to this girl. Like, if somebody <laughs> instantly, I'm going to show Matthew and see what he reacts to. Like, yeah, we're going to show him when he like, gets I'm here. I'm going to just be like, play it off, like, yo, look at this girl I'm talking to. Like, yeah. just to see what he says. If he says anything good about them, I'm like, yo, yo, I feel some type of way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like yo, would you marry her? Would like, you back her? No, she ain't going here. No, mm-hmm. but hey, listen, it's a nice compliment, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm like, yo. And your reaction was like literally like just looking at it. At least I, I gave I'm you, a, I gave you a heads up of of the picture. Yeah, but I didn't expect. Like I still thought it was gonna be like some trace of you. Like I would notice. You know. No, yo. I could give her. I, I should give her a name. Christina. She said the same thing, but that's bad basic. No, no come on, it's easy, Chris. Christina. All right, come on, Christina, bad but. bitch, Christina. Crazy. <laughs> 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 like, this is insane. What? 
Yo, you should post that. No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't even think I posted it. On, I don't even think I posted that on Snapchat. I think I only showed my little sister that. Mm-hmm. But my sister, I mean, that is my little sister. She's only a couple years younger, but she didn't have no reaction to the picture. She was just like, oh, she was like, oh, she probably just had like LOL or some shit like that. But oh, okay. now that I think about it, it's like I have never. Yo, sh- send me that so I can show Madison. I've never showed anyone that picture ever. That is I, I never so thought crazy. anything of it though. It's not like I'm hiding it. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, oh yeah, it's still in my Snapchat, like saved in there somewhere. And I'm just like, hey, yo, yo, I'm shook. I'm shook if just recognize on you. Know? Wow. So you think you were a woman? Dang, what do you think you were doing? I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, mm. maybe I had a profession in my past life. You know, I what should... do you think that you did? Come on, you kind of know, like. Like, what are you passionate about now that you feel like, oh, man, I had to have done this before? Well, two things. I love kids. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my big thing. So either I was a school teacher, mm-hmm. I guess. or She looks like a school teacher. Or. Like a bad bitch school teacher. Or. Or maybe because I do like like talking and listening to people's like not problems, but I like kind of being that person that people can go to. Mm-hmm. Maybe you think she, was she was a, psych- a therapist. Yeah, maybe she was a therapist of some sort. I can see that too. So wow, you know, you know, she got the glasses and everything. She had a full life. Yeah. Wow, she out here making more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she you a think teacher- she was married. Nah. You don't think so? You think she was a she, single woman on the town? She was a strong, independent woman out here in wow. the streets. You know, I can see it. You know. Maybe she needed a family, but she was good. She she made it work. I like that for Christina. Yeah. I like that. I can see that. Yo, I might have to post that picture up with the... Um... I mean, I'll give it to you. I don't mind. Yeah. Just because it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, people could probably think like, oh, it's like built up because you, mm-hmm. like I said, you knew incoming that you were going to see this picture. Yeah. When I showed Maria, it was because somebody else did the guy filter and mm-hmm. showed it to um, her mom and it was like, oh, what is that? Who is that? So then I was like, yeah, you want to see something really freaky? <laughs> <laughs> like, like But I thought it was like everybody was going to recognize because I'm like, yo, it has blue glasses. Like you instantly know that to me Chris, besides you word of mouth. no. No, she looks nothing like you. I don't know who that person is. That is Christina, bro. Well, apparently, you know, I make a good-looking woman. <laughs> you do, yo. If your daughter ends up looking like that, well, that's where the whole I daughter think... conversation comes. Like, oh, you know, okay, like, yo, okay. you got to make sure you pick the right, you know, baby mama. For but that. I feel like she's just gonna look like that. I feel like daughters end up looking like their dad a lot. But of every, like, good version, like, yeah. instead of, like, the like masculine a, side. Like a feminine version of their dad. I feel like that all the time, because I'm... Because people used to say I look like my mom, but then when they see my dad, they'd be like, oh, nah, you're... You look like your dad, you know? But sometimes I guess version. girls would take that, like, oh, I don't want to look like my dad. Yo, I used to hate that. I'm like, ew, it's <laughs> ugly. But he's not ugly, oh, you know. Man. But it's your dad. It's like but it's thing. like a, it's like a little kid thing, though. Like it's like I don't want to yeah. look like a guy. Yeah, that's what it is. But it's like I always say, to people like, listen, when you have a son mm-hmm. or you know, as a mom, you always bond better with boys for some yeah. reason. And I guess that's kind of like maybe that's why they start to look like their mom, and and then vice versa goes with the parents with uh, yeah. with the dads and the daughters, like yeah, uh, mama's boys and daddy's girls. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I hear myself breathing, and I hate it. Better fix that. <laughs> Yo, this congestion is like. No, oh, listen. At least it's not something worse. I hope it's not. Most likely, it's not. I don't know. Because you know, listen. You know where it's coming from. 
Yeah, like even that's in a here, direct my hands are still cold. Yeah. So it's like you're always in air. You probably yeah. get in your car air. I try to stop that. I was sleeping. It was a fan blowing on me. So it's on my face. That's why, like, when I sleep here now, I turn on the air here. And then and turn close off most the, of the door just so yeah. enough creaks in. But I still use a blanket. So. Yeah, I don't like being cold, though. And I don't like being hot anymore. Before, I used to want to be cold because it's easier to get warm. But it keeps you young, though. It keeps you skidding tight, you know? Really? That's what they say. Oh. Uh, I'm okay with looking wrinkly. <laughs> it's like I'm tired of being cool. I don't know. I'm, I'm turning into this person like a, like a not a grumpy woman, but, but like yes. very particular about like. Listen, that's just having your own taste. You have to yeah come with what you want. Listen, if you like this, mm-hmm. go for it. Or yo, we're gonna be almost thirty, man. We're gonna be thirty next year. I mean. I'm not 29 yet. No, but you're couple, there. I got a couple days left. Well, a good couple you got days a, left. A month left. Yeah. Yeah, you got a month. Dang. What do you think your 30s is going to be like? So, <clears throat> I guess like a lot of us probably think like, yo, we're about to be 30, so we're not young anymore. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at 30, we're probably what is really like an adult prime. Oh, like the beginning of real adulthood? Yeah, like, listen, we lived our 20s. We did everything. I mean, you can still do the same mistakes at 30, and you are still yeah. you can still be a child at heart and everything, and mentally. But at the end of the day, at 30, it's like, yo. Like, this is, I really got to like you don't, do it, this. There's no more, I mean, you can still look young, but mm-hmm. it's not a question about, like, my ID. Like, let me see your ID at a bar. Do you uh, get IDs, too? Yeah, I still do. Yeah, me too. We look kind of young, you know. But I'm just saying it more like it's like in in reality, you don't automatically think of your ID anymore. Like when I go to Uh, a bar, I don't think I'm going to get ID'd. Mm -hmm. And when I get carded, I'm just like, oh, like that's still a thing. (laughs) Yeah, I make a big thing like, oh. Or like back in the day when I wanted to rent a car, you Mm -hmm. had to be at least 25 to rent a car. And I would be here like 19, like, yo, I need a car. I'm trying to go on a road trip. Mm -hmm. And they're telling me I have to be 25 to rent a car. Like what? Yeah. So it's like now mm. it's at 30. It's like, I don't need to worry about this stuff. And mm. not that I have to have certain things or have reached a goal in life to be like, oh, I'm 30 now. It's like, you, I'm too old for this. No, life mm. is ever changing. You have to go That's with true. it and make it yours. Mm-hmm. And everything comes with time. But I just feel like now that I'm 30, you know, I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm a 30 year old parent. Papa Chris. Uh, I have a good job for years. I've been there. Yeah. Um, you know, I do. You're doing the adult thing. Yes. Like, but it's, yeah. it's like at the end of the day, it's like, it's not because I've, it's the age or anything like that. It's like you work hard, you get your stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm at this age, it's like, what's next? You know? Mm, so what do you feel is next for you? So I don't think I've ever told you this, but I've always had like a mindset, especially after graduating high school, mm-hmm. I needed to live my life like every five years, something big has to happen. Mm-hmm. So for me, my very first thing after five years was buying a house. Okay. That was my mm-hmm. fir- first biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Second big thing would have been Ethan. Mm-hmm. Which Did that happen in the five years though? No. Yeah. It did? Yeah. Wow, why do I feel like, not that it happened back to back, but I didn't think that it happened five years apart from each other. because I had Ethan when I technically turned 27. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, 27. Oh, okay, yeah. So, and and all these things have happened right before (laughs) my next birthday, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, so right now I'm still like in that time frame. Mm Mm-hmm. 
usually I go with the flow. Now being older, yeah. I think I have a goal. My next goal, I think, is buying another house, mm-hmm. but probably in another state. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be smart. Wait, I got to tell this story about you. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, I know Chris is like high school, right? And Chris never cared about anything you never <laughs> cared about anything yo and so like crystal always wear this necklace like what it had a freaking eye on it i still do it's you just, still wearing that i still got the eye bro yo okay so <laughs> okay so all these okay chris never cared about anything and all these good things will always happen to chris yo like <laughs> nothing bad will happen to this man and i'm like yo and i felt like at that time everything bad was happening <laughs> to me <laughs> so we had this conversation like yo like what is up with you like why do you have like such good luck and he's like oh it's the eye like you know i never take it off so i'm like yo let me borrow it for a day or something <laughs> yo i had the most shittiest week with that freaking eye <laughs> and i didn't even know what was happening but i was like yo chris take this back right now like and i think you had a bad week too yo so it's crazy you say that because back then when i first got it the eye was meant for, the, for protecting me, yeah. right? so as i got older i learned more about it mm-hmm. so one thing i should have never done was give it to you <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now as to how you weren't struck by lightning i don't yo. know you should have i should have one never given you the eye and you should have never wore it that That's was the craziest week number two um yes yeah, so i i mean now that we're older we know the evil eye you yeah. see a lot of tattoos i actually got a tattooed on my shoulder mm-hmm. because um supposedly if the eye ever falls out mm-hmm. that means like somebody was really like after your wish or something bad mm-hmm. bad energies at your way so i kind of not freaked out but i was just like oh nah like someone was after me or someone was mm-hmm. you know whatever so i got a tattoo on my yo, my arm comes off <laughs> then i know some brujeria thing yeah, is going that on did. so mm-hmm. i'm ready so what I did with my eye again, I kind of like went to, a, I got a re-bless at a church mm-hmm. and I put my birthstone in it. Ever since my eye has not fallen. Mm-hmm. So my arm's still attached to me. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one right <laughs> over, right over your head, yeah. over there at the entrance. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I think I consider myself that I'm just a genuinely lucky human being mm-hmm. because it goes but back. But you're a genuine person though. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think it also goes with like, like you said, not that I don't care, but I just go with the mm-hmm. flow. I, mm-hmm. I go with, with the energy. I, I try to either adapt or survive to my situation. Yeah. Even if it's like a crappy situation, I try to make the best of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I told you earlier, like it's just about not being happy per se, but just trying to get through it to be happy. Yeah. You know, you can't let other people either dictate your feelings and mm-hmm. it's hard not being influenced, but it's like at the end of the day, nothing matters about you anything else it's just you being yeah, good and that's happy. true so um, you know my my luck i don't get it i just mm-hmm. i just have it so <laughs> i can't pass it along yeah but. yeah but that was crazy i was like yo and it was like weird stuff happening to me i was like yeah well listen if i would have known, known i if i would have known that then yeah i would have been like yeah bro yeah <laughs> don't do that yeah now, now i know that nobody touches the eye now yeah <laughs> but it's I, still crazy like that was scary. That was scary. You're lucky nothing bad happened. Yo, I'm well, looking at worse. it and die. No, honestly. Because it was like weird shit happening. Like, 
like near death experience is happening and i remember telling you this and you're like yo bro i need the eye back i said yo, <laughs> yeah because I, whatever whatever i don't remember what i went through but whatever i was going no through, it was I needed, bad but i'm saying whatever yeah. i went through i was like yo i need my eye back so like yeah. something's just not right in the universe yeah no it felt weird it felt weird and all from a piece of jewelry yeah <laughs> what a thought it's past the jewelry though like like stuff like that is real y'all like it's a real like all that we wanna <coughs> oh sorry all that like manifesting and like that's from learning like you know words are spells and you know really believing in what you want to do really visioning you know having a vision of what you want to do like that is real listen i tell people all the time like like I joke around with like Spanish people though, you know, brujeria, witchcraft, right? Mm-hmm. So I always tell people that do like stones and everything, like, oh, you're doing brujeria. And they get offended because like, oh, I don't do mm-hmm. witchcraft. And I just like, listen, bro, relax. Like I'm just calling it brujeria because it's like, listen, there's all. But it's all the same. Like it, exactly. It all comes back to the yeah. same thing. Whether it's good magic, bad magic, yeah. uh, you know, voodoo, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all linked up to the same thing. Yeah. Everybody uses the same black rock. Yeah. Right? It comes from the same place. People use um, the crystals for um, spells. People use sage for stuff. And then part mm-hmm. of it, too, is a little bit of mental. Like, if you really believe in it, yeah. it manifests. It will into manifest that. into something. And I feel like that stuff helps it manifest faster, honestly. Like, I'm trying to do more, like, be more connected to the earth. And I'm trying to stop littering, but <laughs> I just, like... That's a whole nother fight for myself. But, like, being connected to the earth... Because, you know, everything is from God, right? And then I think, like, religion kind of makes it a little bit more complicated. It kind of puts a little bit more, like, rules to it. No, definitely. But everything is, like, connected to God. Like, the earth is connected to God. Like, we're connected to God. So we have to, like, really believe that everything, we have that power. Everything legit is, like, an extension. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I sometimes see, like, the planet Earth itself as, like, the human body. Mm-hmm. And we're just, like, cells in that human body. That's like, what it is, yeah. Like, global warming is, like, a fever because of mm-hmm. us, like, polluting and everything. So it's, like, the body's sick. Yeah. And then, as you said, like, Earth is an extension of God. So, like, mm-hmm. imagine what God's going through yeah. because of everything we're doing. Yeah. And it might not be so much as, a, like, a physical thing, obviously, because, mm-hmm. you know, but more of an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy over here, like, yo, he's Like, people. what is going on? And, yeah. it, and unfortunately, it's almost like we just, whether we're moving forward that the right direction, mm-hmm. we're also going in the wrong direction. Yeah, I think just because everybody's so, like, in tune with their own lives that they don't really realize like what's really going on like yo i be telling people like ancestral i don't know if you know about like ancestral work but i think so because like catholic religions kind of have that like like if they do like altars of their dead one like their dead loved ones or whatever and put candles like saint mary and all that stuff like that's real like Stuff like that is real. No, Spirit like, guides are real. Angels it, are real. If like, you if you go to certain countries, like like you look at our cemeteries, right? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it's like, yo, you, whether you got billions of dollars mm-hmm. or you got no no money at all, you're in the ground or yeah. you're in a in a whatever container of some sorts mm-hmm. made out of stone. But the way I see it, like, there's one, like, uh, a cemetery in Paramus looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I got lost in that. I was scared. <laughs> so, it's huge. 
huge. It's, and it's I'm, I'm gonna be like, yo, if I die, I want to be here. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds. No, my, but it's my nice. Dead body. I want my. It's like a hotel experience it, for the it, day. It's insane. Yeah. But then you go to other cemeteries and you're like, yo, this is like, yo, who died here? Like, <laughs> this is, is this the pet cemetery? Like it's through people in there. Yes. So it's crazy when you see things like that. But mm-hmm. when you go to like us, like um, for me, I've gone mostly or all my countries have been Spanish, pretty much. Yeah, like okay. I feel like other countries know what the, I dead. Say, the dead can really do mm. or like how sacred um, cemeteries are like because people use like people use cement like dirt from the cemetery to do like perform spells and voodoo and stuff like that. That's what like voodoo and stuff is. Listen, just just a small little comment on my part. Like mm-hmm. I not bad, nothing bad. It was more for like protection, but I partook in going into a cemetery mm-hmm. and <laughs> just lighting a candle. Mm-hmm. And I guess it had to be a cemetery because it was sacred ground. Yeah. I don't really remember much. It was like maybe three years ago, but it might have been like it had to have been a specific, not a like a tombstone of somebody, mm-hmm. but of a, of a specific year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, who makes up these rules? Right? Yeah. But, you know, like when you're going through things you're not looking at it as like a good or bad or not God. Like mm-hmm. a lot, most of the time you're always thinking of God in this whole situation. Like yeah. at the end of the day, I'm like, listen, if we didn't think like this or someone didn't come up with it, it still comes from upstairs. Like it just yeah. didn't come out of nowhere. But I'll never forget. Like we, you know, buried a little hole, put the candle mm-hmm. in there, make sure it was good. And it was like sketchy. Cause it's like, you know, we're not supposed to be in here. Yeah. Whose tombstone is this and everything. Mm-hmm. But like I did it for protection and I left it in there bopped and you know and so mm, far do you feel something i mean i didn't really think much of it i just thought like it was something i had to do mm. um it was done and it's not like i felt some energy behind me clear shift, away yeah. it's just like you know what everything's good now you yeah know? you know what kills me is that like you know religion tries to teach you like oh that you know those things are bad which they they could be bad they can be used for bad things but it's like if you are in this religion why do you even believe in that you get what i'm saying so you know like deep down inside you know that it's some power to that you know what i'm saying i mean it's very true i mean even if you go into like the whole church cultures of any religion Mm -hmm. they all have an extension of this type of what I call brujeria or magic or some type of mm-hmm. santeria or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Why do you guys know about it? Because you guys also dabble into it. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying like in a bad way, but it's just like, listen, holy water can be used good yep. and bad. I, yep. I, you know, obviously we don't have that knowledge, but unfortunately some churches or some fathers and pastors, and mm-hmm. what, they do. Yeah. And then there's people that I, you know, like, I guess they have like, um, like a third eye mm-hmm. that, they just go through other experiences. Yeah. And they learn about this. And it's like something that they can't be helped. They listen to the angels. Yeah. And it's like, who's to say that it's mm-hmm. not really true? Who's to say it's not true? You know, mm-hmm. it's just like things happen. Yeah. Things that we will never be able to. Things you can't explain. Yeah. But like, that's why I carry like Florida water in my bag because I'm just like, yo, like having somebody's energy on you is real. Like, karma is real like when you say karma that's not like just a word like karma is really like 
a thing. Like it's really like spirit guide, ancestrals type of talk. Like I think people need to realize like lighting candles in church, like Well, like perfect example, like babies, right? Mm-hmm. When you have a child, especially a young baby, some babies literally like like naturally just vibe with a person. Yeah. It's not because you're a good person, a bad person. It's mm-hmm. literally your actual energy. Whatever yeah. frequency you're vibing, you're, that baby is like, yo, I'm vibing with this yeah. guy. This guy's a real guy. When you pass a baby on to someone and they're crying, yeah, it could be a technicality of like, oh, something's making the baby upset. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, the baby may just really not like, like you at yeah. all. For or some it's reason. not even like that you would have a bad spirit because sometimes babies don't really like me, right? Mm-hmm. But I already know it's because, not that I don't have a kind spirit, but I think I don't have like an open spirit yet, if that makes sense. Okay. So I think it's very like weird. But like with older kids, I feel like they understand my energy. I think when it comes to like newborns and stuff like that, I think I'm scared to like hold them. It's funny you say that. I yeah. was just talking about that yeah, last night with my friend Will. We were talking about kids and I was like, you know what's crazy? Me being a parent, I've mm-hmm. held a newborn, but I'm so nervous to hold somebody else's newborn. It's yeah. almost like you're going to break them kind of thing. Yeah. If the baby crosses eight months, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm okay That's with That's when it. I start getting comfortable with a kid. Like, so I think like when a baby can't talk, it makes me uncomfortable because I don't know if I'm doing something to harm the baby or anything. You know, you can just do anything. And Listen, when you have a kid, mm-hmm. just wait for that. I'm going to be throwing the kids well, around there. Well, no, that's how it is. When you when you have your own child, you don't mm-hmm. know. And, yeah. I, and I try to tell people this. And I'm not, like, preaching like I'm the best dad in the world or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, I try to be a good, the best parent I can be to my own child. Yeah. It really comes down to, like, your child needs to see and know that you are trying. Mm. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you tried one time and that was it. No, <laughs> you constantly as a parent need to always try. But I think like your energy around your own kid is different than. Yeah, you're comfortable. You know, it's yeah, it's your child. But, but I think what other people's kids is kind of like, yo, I don't know what to. Yes and no, because I mean, I, I've over my years, I've always. I, not that I talk to a lot of little kids either, mm-hmm. but it's like I, when I do talk to a, you know someone else's child at a younger age. I don't know what makes them feel comfortable. Like besides them being very innocent, like what Mm -hmm. makes them feel talk, you know, comfortable to talk to me. I work at a school bus company with, with, uh, you know, special need kids Mm -hmm. and the kids that are not special needs. And some of the special need kids, like they're on a different level, like a different spectrum. But at the same time, they talk and talk about literally anything and everything. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes ask them, what makes them other than being a child? What makes them so open to want to just talk to you? But you have an open spirit. No, I get that about me. Like I'm I'm like that. But it's just like you just I don't know. I just go Mm. with it. You know, I go. I try to match that child's energy. You know, Mm -hmm. like if he wants to talk. I mean, unfortunately, uh, being a guy, if he talks about video games. I'm on it, you know. Mm-hmm. If um, I've had kids that you know have mentioned to me like they don't know their own parents, mm-hmm. and you know, you, what do you say? You know, what mm-hmm. don't you say? And I'll I'll try to vibe with that kid's energy. But like, see, that I can do. Like older children, I can do because I feel like when I'm able to talk to you and you're able to like discuss something, I'm good. Kids, like babies, I'm yeah. like ooh. I don't know about this one. I just get so nervous because I don't want to make the parents upset. I don't want to make the kid upset. No, I get that. <laughs> I mean, it's it just it just comes down to like how society is now too today. Like, yeah, that too. Not even so much about the kid, but it's like, yo, the parents are gonna come <laughs> after you. You know, do you want mm. that? Do you want yeah. that headache? Can you deal with that headache? You know, yeah. it's just so much, man. 
Energy is a big thing, though. No, at, at my job, the I have the well, both girls that work there. They're very on the crystals, on the saging. Like the one yeah. girl, she sages almost every day. Yo, I'm getting into that. And it's like it's the mindset that you have to have. You need mm-hmm. to. You also need that kind of sense of security, knowing that there's good vibes in this room right now. Yeah. You know, no bad energy. Like, and, and I remember, I don't know if you know this about like, I don't know what type of bird. Don't ask me. I want to <laughs> say canaries. I want to say, but I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. Someone used to tell me that like, if a canary dies is because someone had en- like some type of envy at you, in- but they had to have walked into your home. So, oh, like if it dies around your home, like or if, if somebody walks in your house and they're jealous of you about something, mm-hmm. that bir- a bird will die. <laughs> Damn, it's it's insane. But <laughs> I know the way they said it was probably a lot nicer, and cooler. <laughs> like magic, But I'll never forget. I used to have like twelve of them, mm. and my mom did something like a, I don't want to say like a, a Avon seminar thing, like you know, trying to hook people into it to get into that thing. Mm-hmm. But she had a couple people over, mm-hmm. and I went to go check up on the birds. Bruh. They died? Almost every single... They died? <laughs> almost every single bird was dead. <gasps> and I didn't think of it much of it then, but someone came and told me, like, oh, yeah, it was, there was a lot of people that were, like had a lot of envy or, or towards, I guess, somebody in the family. But because I couldn't say they were my birds or my mom. They were just the family pets. And seeing them little body, you know, birds' Bird. bodies on the, on the in the cage, I was just like... That is... Traumatic, and it's not like they were not fed. They weren't like I was like, yo, one bird, okay, two, hmm, three. So none of them survived. We had three live birds, and the way I started thinking about it, I'm like, so that means how many birds were alive, like dead, were the amount of people that were actually in the house. Yo, that's wild. And I was just like, wow, that is that's that's wild. And and like, it's not like you took him to a vet to find out, you know. But I was just like, wow. So I saw some people have like, I don't know if it's like all birds, mm-hmm. or just particular birds, but apparently people's energies are very that strong. And it's crazy yeah. because it's like, why, why are you giving such a strong energy that took out my birds? But hate, you know, I'm not gonna say that hate is stronger than other energies i think hate can be um more prevalent Mm -hmm. and quicker to react to like have a a quicker reaction Mm -hmm. to you get what i'm saying because you ever been around somebody you're just like yo this person is miserable Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i mean no shade but this person is miserable and then you literally have to fight to not be miserable yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, you could, know what I'm saying. It, it's almost like uh, it's almost like a like a rotten kind of sense. Like, yeah, it spreads over. It, it takes mm-hmm. over. Yes, like I could definitely feel like my energy being drained into something else. Yeah, because you're you're battling somebody else's energy. Like it's a real thing. Like battling somebody else's energy that they bring to you. It's tiring. Like if you ever been around a person and you're like, yo, I just feel tired. Like. Why am I so sleepy? Like I was good, but I'm you know, but I'm sitting here chilling. I'm just like exhausted. Yeah, no, you definitely have to watch people's energy. Yeah. Like that's why sometimes I tell people like listen, it's it's not an easy like I have a lot of people that ask me like how do I keep pushing forward on the happiness vibe? Mm-hmm. It's cuz I always try to like think like listen, I'm not meant to die miserable. Yeah. Or, Nobody or depressed. Is. Like I, I even I told somebody the other day, I'd be mad to know that I died mm-hmm. mad about some dumb crap. Yeah. Like I'd honestly be mad. Mm-hmm. Listen, yes, you go through your moments, you but 
it's momentarily or it's yeah. going to be for two days. But at the end of the day, you, you can be happy. I'm not mm-hmm. telling you that it's true happiness. It's just you just need to carry that with you. Like you're always going to be happy at some point. Yeah. Like you can achieve that energy and mm-hmm. it'll just glow on you. Like uh, a couple of weekends ago, I think I told you or maybe I told somebody else. I woke up on my like, couch. Mad happy. Mad happy. Yeah. And I did. It's not like something amazing happened to me or I was excited about something. No, I was mm-hmm. just genuinely happy. I went out for a jog, looked at my neighbors with smiles. I was mm-hmm. like, good morning. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was on nothing the night before or that moment. It was yeah. just literally like, I think I just hit up a, a threshold of like, I'm just genuinely happy, happy. with my space and my mental space yeah. and everything. And I'm not going to tell you all my life is perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I got bills. I got debt. Yeah. You know, like I, got, I got my own issues, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I have my own challenges ahead of me. But it's just you got to live your life and try to be as happy as you can. You got to yeah. get yourself into that mindset and situation. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, people struggle with that every day, you know. Yeah, because I think everybody has a... Um how could I say? Like, I'm not exactly happy. No, I'm not going to say I'm not happy. Right? But I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like... I could be happier with the space. Like, I know what to do to make myself happier. And I think that's what makes me unhappy about it. Because it's not happening the way I want it to happen. But see, that's the thing. That's Everybody what knows what they have to do to be happy. Yeah. It's just we choose not to for specific reasons, mm-hmm. which I can understand those reasons. And that's one big thing, understanding it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, like I see you. For the years that I've known you, Angie, mm-hmm. my initial thought about you is you're, very, you're a very cheery person. Oh, thank you. You know, you could... You could call me on FaceTime and you're like, you look shot dead. Bro, mm-hmm. we're adults. We got jobs now. Mm-hmm. But one thing that will never change about you is like your laugh, your smile, like your cheery vibe that you give off. Thank you. And I can guarantee you anybody has ever met you can say the same exact thing. Like you you mm-hmm. bring some type of like joy and happiness in the room. You oh, know, thank you. You're always, even when you're, you know, passionate about something, you, you give off that energy. Like mm-hmm. you're in a good, joyous mood. Yeah. I mean, my moods, I can tell when my mood is like, like people know when I'm upset. Like I was just upset in the office because of stuff, but it kind of like brought down everybody in the office. And I'm like, dang, I don't want to put everybody in this space because we share this space. So I don't want to put everybody in the same space that I'm at, but I can't help it. I really can't help it. Like when I'm upset. I'm upset and it's not like I'm sitting here. It's not that I'm sitting there and just like with a, a terrible face on. It's just like my energy is just not up up there. And it's like, oh, I like, think I've only had one only one person as weird as it is one person in my entire life that can actually tell when I'm off. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I do a really good job at keeping everything in. Mm hmm. And and just to clarify, like when I say my boss's wife, they're both my bosses, but yeah. it's like I have to clarify like which like, boss. Which, yeah. yeah. So I'll call her just her name. Maria. Like mm-hmm. she for the years that I've worked for her, she comes into the office every once in a while. And when she doesn't, I've had a stressful like week, month, mm-hmm. couple days, whatever it is, she's been the only person. She doesn't have to ask me nothing. She mm-hmm. asks me how I'm doing, I'll be like, good. And I'm and I'm distracted because I'm working. Mm-hmm. And she'll come and give me a hug, and she somehow always knows when there's something wrong. With me. Mm-hmm. And it's like obviously, like I said, the whole energy vibe. Mm-hmm. Either she's very good at reading the energy, but I think other than like my facial expression 
or mm-hmm. my even my mood. I'll try to keep everything the same, Make the same and thing. I keep it all in because it's like, bro, I don't need to like burden you with my problems. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, it's my problems. That's how I feel like too. I don't want to burden. And anybody. tomorrow it's gonna be better, or mm-hmm. you eventually get better. So it's like, and, and don't get me wrong. Over the years, I've learned that it's good to talk it out. Yeah, try to be as open as I can with people. So like. Just to kind of release it all out, mm-hmm. you know. Some things are meant for others, others are not. But at the end of the day, you need to get it out. It's like like everybody's your therapist. Almost. Yeah, you need to have that kind of like. But you should go to therapy too. Yeah, definitely. If you, by the way, if you think about it, you're paying someone mm-hmm. to listen to you. An unbiased your opinion. Your inner thoughts. Someone that is professionally trained in. <laughs> Well, you know, psychology itself. Yeah. And it's just like, listen, I'm not telling you they're going to give you the good, best, wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it's someone that you are paying to listen to you. Have you ever went to therapy? Twice. Okay. Honestly, yeah, the I've first time I therapy. did it was my mom that put me into therapy. She thought something was wrong with me because I mm-hmm. wouldn't talk to her. Oh, when you was a child? Yeah. She mm-hmm. was like, yo, my kid doesn't talk to me. Like, what's wrong with her? Uh, <laughs> and I went, up, kid, I went like, up to that therapist and I told her, listen, I know this game. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I know what I'm doing. I choose not to talk to my mom. You know? yeah. So, like, my therapist went up to my mom like, yo, he's nothing's wrong with him. Like, there's nothing <laughs> actual. He wouldn't talk to you. Like, exactly. She's like, it's not even like a high school fate. It's just whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously she couldn't share some, some details with my mom, but it was just like, yeah. he is okay. Like, unfortunately, I hate to say it, you have your own challenge with him. Oh, okay, yeah. Then I got older. I kind of did it for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, like, a whole, like, little lying problem. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, a lie, like, to, you know, like, protect myself. But not Like, a bad. little lies? Yeah, there were little little white lies, but it was, like, it was It was dumb. adding. Yeah, like, it was because I lied that it was stupid. But it was almost like, mm. I knew you weren't going to, like... Either or answer. Yeah. So lying was just the alternative. The easiest. That, yes, thing. because it had a chance of like no argument. Yeah. But telling you the truth had the argument. But the argument came later. Yes, and I learned that. So when mm-hmm. I so I did the therapy because it was just like yo I, I need to figure out like why I did I do yeah. it but I already knew why I did it but I th- I guess I needed to hear it from somebody's end. Yeah. And when they broke it down to me I was just like so I just gotta stop lying. <laughs> Uh, so you know, but it's like you know these things, but sometimes you have to like say it, it out loud yes. to work it through, like or or try to explain your reasoning yeah. to someone to validate it. And no matter how much you can get out of it, mm-hmm. people won't validate it. They're just gonna explain to you or see why you're doing it. Like I yeah. said, I did it more of a defensive thing. Mm-hmm. And when I after that therapy, yes, like I say, my relationship did go through a different direction, mm-hmm. better. But at the end of the day, you know. It, there's more to it, you know. Yeah. But therapy, I keep telling people, if you could do it once a month, mm-hmm. which you know sometimes is expensive, it's yeah. worth it. It's worth it just to get your mental health check, like yeah. just to see how you're actually doing. Because honestly, it's hard out there. Yo, I went through three therapists, right? And the first time that I went to therapy, it was with a guy, but the original purpose of going was because of my my past relationship mm-hmm. so i'm like oh <clears throat> oh god i'm like oh you know let me get a guy because i want him to feel comfortable i want him to feel like he can open up or whatever and he ended up not going with me <laughs> but i was like you know what let me just go to therapy because i'm having a lot of anxiety from this um, relationship and i just don't understand why but um that i'm not gonna say he's trash but he definitely was not for me he definitely wasn't for me then um i had another um they're all been black so i had another therapist and 
she was like an older black lady and it was cool but i think because i'm in the social work field i kind of like know the work a little bit so it's like i would go to the session and then we end up having a session for each other Uh like like I'm paying you But you're telling me your problems too And like we're working through our problems together But that's not healthy That's no. not a healthy thing to do Like it's a difference between um, Matthew's calling It's a difference between um, How can I say It's a difference between a therapist Sharing their own experience with you And you learning From an example Than to actually have an issue And Asking an opinion from a client, I feel like that's kind of like crossing a line a little bit. Well, no, a right? Lot of, a lot of therapists kind of like realize when they kind of have to stop. Some people, yeah, like they realize, like especially like uh, if there's an attraction or yeah, like when certain when your relationship from therapist and whatever the you know mm-hmm. therapy whatever yeah changes is, yeah client yeah that's when it that's when you need to kind of cut that off or, yeah or you have to remove yourself off that situation because it no longer is beneficial. It's not supposed to be beneficial for the therapist. Yeah. It's his job, his livelihood, obviously. And yeah. obviously, the people that do that, I'm assuming, want to help. Mm-hmm. But if they have some kind of compromise in their field of that, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to scratch that off. And yo, she fucking fell asleep, bro. She, <laughs> she fell asleep. I'm tired. She was, <laughs> she was bored. She was like, bro. Yo, like, what? I mean, it does happen, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like I get it. You know, sometimes listen. You realize that sometimes people have the pads, or that you see in the yes. movies. Mm-hmm. Listen, if I, I'm telling you right now, I love the idea of being a therapist myself. Like mm-hmm. I wish I could have gone that path. I mean, I still could technically, but mm-hmm. if I ever did take that path, I'd be on that pad doodling, like yo, <laughs> trying to stay up. Like, like, but you see, like I'm like I'm a homework type of person, right? So if you ever talk to me about something, I'd be like, yo, I'll secretly give you homework because i feel like that's what keeps you active in like you know your work but i wasn't getting no homework at all i was like yo this is like i'm really coming to therapy because i want some exercises i shouldn't have to look up coping mechanisms for myself and then do it but my last therapist um she was amazing she was like younger she was like this younger black person and she was amazing um, I actually stopped going to her because of COVID. So, um, yeah, shout out to her though. <laughs> She's a roller, but so the point is, is that it kind of takes a long time to like find your therapist That's and anything. to stick through it. Yeah, like you have to keep doing it. I think people go to therapy like once and, and be like, nah. I'm first not. of all, most of us probably go in there thinking it's like, oh, I don't need this. Yeah, and like, um, you know, a sign of weakness that we need this. Mm-hmm. Then we also get told things that we don't want to hear or mm-hmm. we're not ready to hear. So we yeah. also now are like battling with that issue. And then sometimes when you have that one bad person experience, then you never go back. Like I know yeah. a lot of people that kind of like go off oh, therapy, and I'm like, listen. Yeah, you could joke around and say, like, yo, you crazy, you need therapy. But no. It's it, not that. It's like, I, I preach this so much <laughs> to people. Listen, you have to take care of your spiritual health. Yes. Your physical your mental health, health, your mental health, everything. And it's like, it's all built in together. Mm-hmm. Like, I preach this more a lot to parents right now because it's like, 
a lot of people think like, oh, I have a kid. My life is different. No, please go to therapy when you have kids, like before you have kids. And that's another reason why I went because I'm like, yo, I do not want to have a kid who is trying to heal from my trauma that I passed down to them. Exactly. You know? And at the same time, it's like, listen, you need to be in the right state of every, all, you have to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You have to be in good health of everything. Yes. Not perfect. But just in good, like good shape. Yeah. Listen, you could be slightly little overweight here. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just how it is. But at the end of the day, the whole point is like, you you pass on this energy that you have to your child yeah and especially in the early days it's very crucial and important that your kid doesn't like feed off this bad energy listen you could have a bad day Mm -hmm. you can come home to it and you know your kid's gonna receive it but yeah it's not like you're gonna mess up your kid after one day of having a bad day no no but you need to remember you have to separate your outside world relationships of everything from yeah home. your home is like your domain mm-hmm. and i hate to say it like it's not like i learned this a long time ago I, I, i'm still learning a lot of things mm-hmm. and i'm adapting and i'm trying to improve as i can go and i'm not not gonna say like it's always gonna be easy but when you have a good reason or a drive Mm -hmm. you move forward to it and yeah some of us need it some of us know what we need and want it and it's just like we feel like we can't get there yeah and sometimes therapy helps yeah therapy helps a lot actually because i never want to put my child in a predicament where they feel like they have to forgive me for something because i know how it feels to have to try to forgive a parent and it's really, it's a hard process to go through because it's something that you feel like you can't come to your parent about. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you feel like you have to internally work for. And it kind of it kind of ties into not seeing your parents as human beings as well because you see them as your parent. Like, they're on this pedestal. That's how it starts. But... I don't know. I never want to put my child in a predicament where they feel like they have to heal from anything and just forgive me for something that I may not have intentionally known that I was doing. Yeah, I, you know I what think I'm it's complicated because it's like I remember like, you know, my issues with my mom and everything. My mom would always tell me, like, hopefully your kid doesn't do what you've done to me. Kind of mm. thing. Like, oh, I think all parents say this kind yeah. of like, uh, similar things. A lot of gaslighting. And, and I laugh because it's like. I, I think like maybe we all have a specific mindset of what things are supposed to be the way they are. I think mm-hmm. like a parent has a very basic job and not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like that job doesn't have more jobs, but the primary job of being a parent is that you're supposed to let your child know you love them mm-hmm. and you're always going to be there and protect them. Mm-hmm. The simple as said as that, but like with my mom, I know when I was younger, I kind of like at some point removed her from that position. Like I was like, yo, I do not see you as my mom anymore. You still like are she's my- she's not your protector? Yeah, like yo, mm. you are not someone I can come to. Like mm-hmm. yo, mama's boy, like I'm sorry, that's destroyed. It's something, yeah. like it's something that we went through and it's just like, it's not even a question about forgiving her. I like, my thing mm-hmm. is like, I've always been able to understand her situation and mm-hmm. my situation. But because of it, it's just like, I still don't forgive it. You're my mom. Mm. Like, as my mom, this shouldn't have been this way. But you know, the complicated thing about that is that your mom is a person. Yeah. Like, just think about, like, we probably didn't have to deal with the shit that our parents had to deal with, right? But at the end of the day, they're still a person. And then they were raised certain ways, oh, right? No, definitely. So it's like, that part is... The part where forgiving takes place because it's like you're only going so far. It's not like you had the tools and then you chose not to use it. 
you probably didn't have the tools, like the proper tools to parent me. You know what I'm saying? You're doing I, what I, I've told my mom. Like I'm like I think you just weren't ready to be a mom. Yeah, and I told her like. Like, the reason I don't think I have to forgive her about anything is, like, it's not like I'm mad at you anymore. Mm -hmm. I've come to terms, like, this is just our relationship. Mm. Like, it's not even... Now it's, like, more like now me as a human being and you as a human being, I just don't vibe with you as a person. Mm, But do you think that stems from not forgiving her? No. Kind of like... I kind of told my mom, like, a while back, I kind of let it go. Like, I'm Mm. not mad anymore. I don't Mm -hmm. think I need to forgive you. I don't think you care about forgiveness, to be honest. And Mm -hmm. if you do... You know, like, there's nothing to forgive anymore. I get it. Like, yeah. I come to a point where it's like, I understood your part. Okay. So, because I think I came to that time, it was just like, I don't need to be mad anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just like, I'm not I fucking... Re- I realized maybe part of it was like, I was young. Mm-hmm. But being older, it just progressed where it's like, no, I understand very clearly. And I still disagree with your choices. Because now, mm. now that I'm a parent, I'm like, yo, my kid can come tell me in 20 years that he hates me. Mm-hmm. I still love that child. It's going to be hard to hear him say it, but mm-hmm. it's like, that doesn't change. You know? So you feel like your mom doesn't love you? No, nah, I definitely know she does love me. No, but okay. it's like it's like her choices that she made as when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like we're the wrong choices. But that's the thing. You know? That, like, imagine but what com- she's but, seen. But it's like I said, it comes from her just not being ready to be a parent. Yeah. But it's not like she ever grew. Hear- hearing me saying it to her as I got, like, it's not like I said it to her, like, as an adult. I said this to her as a child growing up, a teenager, mm-hmm. and as an adult. And even now as a parent, as a as the same person as she is, yeah. in a different year, different world and everything, mm-hmm. I still tell her, like, bro, you know, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think you did right. Yeah. And... It's all right. It happened. Yeah. You know, it happens. And it, I'm still the person I am because of her. Yeah. You know, but, you know, as I'm mean, as a person, we just don't vibe. Like, in the first mm-hmm. five minutes of me being in the same room with her, I kind of get annoyed with her for some reason. <laughs> I feel like that about my parents, too. You know what it's, what it's, what's crazy about it? I think, like, when we mention things as a child, they look at it as, like, a child being a child. And they're just lashing out or they're just angry or something like that but it's like nah you're really that, bugging out right that's now that's why that's why i think i told you earlier like with yeah. ethan i kind of want to be very straightforward with him and mm-hmm. be very open like listen in appropriate conversations obviously it comes with time mm-hmm. but it's like you need to be open with your child as much as like i told you yeah. i, I want to have a second child one day i want to mm-hmm. have a baby girl and i want my son to kind of be a part of that decision and, yeah. and obviously it's not like I can tell my son like yo you control my life you decide what I want no but mm-hmm. I want him to be aware that I want this yeah. and if he's cool with it awesome if he's not in the beginning okay back yeah. off a little bit let mm-hmm. him sink it in and then come back again when he's ready again you have to be like this with your kids your kids are just they're young yeah you gotta include them in the but, decision that but they make. have their own opinions in mind like <coughs> yeah. your kid could be a genius at the age of five yeah. and you dumber than him but, that's but I mean that's true. Like kids' opinions should matter. You should always tell your kids that their opinions matter because as an adult, you you take that lesson with you. Yeah. You know when you see a lot of people like, oh, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to make somebody upset. That all stems from like childhood. Like you felt like you couldn't say anything. No, and people don't mm-hmm. realize kids sometimes know more than you think and then because of that you f up yeah like you mess up like oh i didn't tell my kid this yeah they already knew yeah. they were listening in or they were being sneaky you know listening around and, yeah. everything. and then it's like all you had to do is just mm-hmm. find the right words time to 
to tell them things and mm-hmm. they'll they'll take it as for it is whether the anger comes upsetness yeah tears it's part of being a parent you got to deal with it push forward and try to figure out how to mend it you know yeah but if you just keep things away from your kids is is somebody blending something Oh, they vacuuming? Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what is that sound? My name anyway, making noises. I don't think it's... Um, I'm not even going to cut this out. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the real hair. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, like, it's so much... It's so much shit with parenting. I think that's why God did not give me a child yet. But, like, I don't think... I think I would be an amazing mom... But I just don't, and I know I'm going to make mistakes, but I don't want to be the mom that makes my parents' mistakes. If I make mistakes, it's your own my own mistakes, not something that stems from, you know, my childhood or something like that. Like, I really, I'm really trying to avoid that. I'm really trying to be conscious of it. Being a you parent, I've noticed, like, from different people, adults that I've met over the years, mm-hmm. people my age that are parents, everybody has their own way. Yeah. There's no right way. No, it's not. One key thing, though, that everybody is, is trying. Yeah. As long as you, mm-hmm. listen, you're going to be doing this the first year, then the second year you're changing mm-hmm. it. At the end of the day, you need to always try something when you're kid. Every kid's different. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, you don't want to repeat any mistakes. You you know, okay, that's important, too. Mm-hmm. You might. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you a bad parent. No. You know, just obviously it just comes back to like you being aware, like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. So mm-hmm. you change it up. You go a different path. You go a different direction. Or, yeah. you, or even to your kid, like, listen, you apologize and start over. Yeah. Your kids, no matter what, will put you in a position where it's like, this is my mom. This is my dad. Mm-hmm. Like things do change. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have to just try. Mm-hmm. Trying your best can get you far. Yeah, and you said an important thing like apologizing to your kids, you know. Um, <clears throat> I don't think parents realize how much kids really pay attention to things and how they put things together, you know. No, definitely. I mean, listen, when um, when I first started getting like my my child over the weekend, like I'll never forget the first time I literally burst into tears. Mm. I got on my knees. I went up to him and I said, I apologize. I'm like, listen, mm. I'm sorry for everything. Mm-hmm. And he, he's chilling. He's like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like a baby. He's like, like yo. yo. Why is this bitch nigga? He is so- yeah, he's like, why is this bitch nigga <laughs> crying? Yeah, that's the most, one of the most chillest babies I have ever seen in my life. And, and I cried because I was like, listen, maybe not today he's aware of what happened. But yeah. when he gets older, he's going to realize like, yo, his parents are split up. Yeah. And maybe he's going to be okay with it. Maybe mm-hmm. he's not. But it's like, like, I had a part in the split up. And I mean, you both played a part, though. No, but I'm saying, like, I can't act like it was just a one-sided thing. <laughs> no. So I'm saying, like, yeah. I had a part, so I had to say sorry to him. I had to apologize to him. And when he gets older, he'll have questions. But I wanted yeah. to apologize to him, even though he's a baby. I mm-hmm. talk to my kid. I'll interact with him like he's an adult, like a mm. fully grown person. So if you, if he asks questions, you would tell him the truth? Yes. Mm. I, I want to try to tell him as much as that he wants to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not bad mouthing anybody or anything like that. I just want to own up to my part. Yeah. Um, Yo, oh, please, like, and I'm seeing this, like, not to spill my own tea, but I'm, you know, seeing this with my older siblings that I really feel like, you know, like, be as honest and don't play, like, the bad guy. I feel like, 
Like my dad had the tendency of playing the bad guy because he never wanted his children to hate their mother for any reason. My my step siblings and you know me and Madison, you know, and I'm like, how's that even fair for you? You know what I'm saying? And I see a lot of men like, yo, I don't want my child to hate their mother for something because that's their mom. But I'm like, yo, you're their dad. Like, I don't understand how, it's, like, why men do that. Like, they downplay their role in their child's life. I guess this is weird, but I li- I'd like to think that dads are super important in kids' lives. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're not. Yeah. But essentially, it's like, why do women give birth? You know, like, it's just... Just, I guess, that mindset. like Because you guys are the ones that carry the baby. You guys go through the birth. You guys have an initial bond from day one. Yeah, but Listen, nobody I, wants to hate their dad, No, it's, it's not a question about hating the dad, but it's almost mm-hmm. like it's almost like that whole, like, mentality. Like, I'm the man. Yeah. I'm the one that provides. I'm the one that ordeals. I'm the one that endures, you know? So it's like, as long as I do what I have to do, my kid can hate me or my kid can dislike me. Uh, not in so much words, but yes, I guess. Like it's almost That's like not okay. it's it's almost like we would never want our kid to hate their mom. I you know what I understand because I think that, I think at the but, same time it's a different hate. Like you hating your dad as weird it's the word hate, but mm-hmm. it's a different energy, right? Like yo, I hate my dad, but in like five but you're years, surviving. In five years I'll forgive him. Yeah. Yo, you hate your mom. Yo, you're never you never gonna forgive, forgive her. Yeah. Like, I, and I tell you this from my experience. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna say I have something to forgive my mom anymore. But it's just like I've never put my mom back in that position. Like, she is my mother. Mm. Like, if I had a, you know, I hate to say it, but like, if I had a wedding, am I inviting my mom? No. Really. But it has nothing to do with like, oh, you have harboring feelings. No, I just, I don't know. I no longer see her as my mom. Mm. Like, she lost that job. Like, she lost that title. Whatever mm-hmm. she... It wasn't like she... Oh, my God. She beat me hard. My mom beat me. But, you know, I was a rebellious kid. But, yeah. but it's not like my mom, like, did something so traumatizing that I couldn't forget. It was something so small and innocent from a child's point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, I could say my mom broke my... It was the first woman to break my heart. Oh, wow. She broke my heart. So, unfortunately, that grew into, like, mom... I no longer see you. You my provider. Yeah. You legally got to take care of me. And now it's like, mom, she's an adult. Like, yeah, she's biological my mom, and I can call her by her name, or I just call her mom because it's like mm-hmm. out of respect. But unfortunately, it's like my mom and I never tried working on fixing things. You know, like mm-hmm. I tried being open with her about things, mm-hmm. but it was like her mind's just not open. So because of that, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, as an adult, I just can't deal with that. If you're closed-minded automatically, and my mm-hmm. mom's proud, she's gonna stick to her ground. Yeah. Whether she's wrong, and I know she's spoken to my sister. My sister told me like she knows she's wrong. Yeah. She knows she's just not gonna succumb to it. She's just like that's it. I made my bed. Mm-hmm. My mom. I know my mom cries, and my sister and I have this argument like I'm the favorite. Oh really? My sister's like yo, like my sister like not that she hates me, mm-hmm. but my sister's like yo, why are you crying over this guy? Like mm. he, he's not around. Like he's not been around in years. Like why are you crying over your kid? I think it's regret though. But that's what it is. But yeah, yeah if I'm in, in my mom's face, she'll continue being like, yeah. like, yo, you ain't going to be a good dad. And it's like, wow. mom, like you can't let it you can't let it go. Like, you can't yeah. let it go. And it's Because you have been doing it for too long. Exactly. So at this point, yeah. it's like, and even if she started changing up on me, I think I'd be like weirded out. Like, yo, who are you? Because <laughs> like, like did you? not that it's too late, but. Exactly. So it's like, I'm not. But you know what's s- crazy when she was probably dying is when y'all released the show. That scares me. Yeah. I hope it'll be like in the movies and like like you know good mm-hmm. like i would just be like mom it's okay like i love you you know i i fear that i will not 
I honestly yeah. do. Even in death, and I hate saying it because it sounds so wrong. Yeah. But I just feel like because I lost sight of my mom like that, mm-hmm. that she's just literally a person to me. It's like being adopted. Like, bro, she's not my real mom. I feel like, though, Chris, when she dies, that it's not going to... Because it's the... Like, I think you're mourning the loss of your mom, right? Mm. But I think actually having the loss of your mom and not being able to even have the opportunity to fix it, I think that might hit different. Might. Might. Like yeah. I said, like I said I'm, I'm, as crazy as it sounds, I'm not thinking of my mom's death either, but mm-hmm. I do hope, like, I will go that direction with her because i like it's just like it's just wrong i guess but unfortunately Mm -hmm. it's like i just stopped seeing her as a mom at some point and it's not Mm -hmm. like it happened like in teenage years high school adulthood no it happened as a child i could tell you exactly how old it was when i said it was about seven years old yo (gasps) for you to stop for me to stop seeing my mom as a mom at seven bro like my mom wasn't my mom didn't help me with homework my mom Mm -hmm. i mean that's listen my mom had one great thing she was a hard worker Mm -hmm. instilled it in me i saw it in her i saw it in my stepdad my mom's Mm -hmm. not exactly like a bad person either you know she's a you know she's a good person in her own way and everything but it was just like as a mom she just was not meant to be a mom she wasn't Mm -hmm. ready to be a mom and it, it also stems from her father Mm, my grandfather gave her the tough love and she thought that's the way she had to be a mom and like Mm. i probably have a good a lot of good things of me because of her ways you know like i wouldn't be me if it wasn't for her so what do you think you have that's good for your good from your mom and bad from your mom because i can tell you what i think i got good for my mom and and bad from my mom so for me out of my mom i think it's just like being a good worker, like a hard worker like i don't i don't shy away from like getting in the dirt and working hard Mm -hmm. right um hard-headedness for my mom mm. that i think is like legit like when it comes to arguing but not with maybe other people but mm-hmm. just for family yeah i'm very hard-headed with them mm. and, I, and i and i try to help but i can't help it it's almost yeah. like in a reflex at this point so for me is that i'm very i'm hardworking and i'm very driven and like when i want to do something i'm going to do it like that's a really good quality i got from my mom um and being like I guess the best worker, I don't want to say worker because I'm trying not to be an employee anymore, (laughs) but yeah, like ultimately like being, like always being a good, like the best worker, you know, independent. But I think um, the bad thing I get is like a lack of affection. Mm, I'm really bad with um, affection. Although I can't say one more thing, that physical more, affection. I could say one more option in your things. Mm-hmm. So you said good and bad. Like what, what good, what, what good you got out of your parents and what bad. Mm-hmm. Now, what about what did you get as a as a mix of like because of your parents, this was born out of it. Like something you didn't get from your mom, but because of your mom or your parents, this was created from you. I think. <clears throat> hmm. That's a good question. Like, for me, I could say, like, because of my family's, like, I guess, entire situation, like, up to whatever point, I eventually just came to a point where I didn't share my mode. I, I And I still have that issue now. But mm-hmm. with my son, I can be a, a thousand percent, like, I will cry. I can be, and I'm never about to be angry with my kid either, mm-hmm. either but I can, I can actually be me with him. Mm. In relationships, mm. I almost not that I had to, but it's like I would keep it in. I just, you know, it's almost like I, it was a mental emotion. Like I just kept it within myself. Like yeah. if I was happy, I'd show it. If I was like sad, 
you know, I'm keeping it in. Like, mm. So I think that's what became born of me. And now it's just not me. And I hope that I don't pass on to my child. Mm. And I'm, and I have been working on that. Like I've been trying to express what I feel. Um, you know, if I'm angry, I try mm. to, I try to let it out and I, and I have let it out. And unfortunately I let it out like, you know, to my kid's mom mm-hmm. in like one big explosion, like, like years of anger yeah. until one big boom. And I regret it because mm-hmm. I know that it was just an emotion. But unfortunately, when it comes to your emotions, you can't something you can't, you can't control. control. Yeah. You can keep in, mm-hmm. but when it seeps out, it's like it's just you have no control what happens. Out. So that's what came yeah. out of my thing. I think with me, I think I became more emotionally intelligent. So, um, I don't like to express my emotions, but I can. You know what I'm saying? If I'm choosing not to express my emotions, it's either two things. I'm not comfortable with you yet. Okay. Or I feel like whatever I'm feeling, I can get over it without bringing your emotions into it. Okay. So you're, you know what I'm you're emotionally considerate. In yeah, and intelligent. Like, I can work out things in my head. Like, I literally have... <laughs> I mean, it might sound like so bipolar shit, but I can literally talk to myself in my feelings and talk to myself outside of my feelings. Yeah. Like I can reason with myself. So if I'm bringing a situation up to you, it's because I really don't understand it. That means I went through every like scenario, scenario in my in head, head and it just, and it's it just like, sense. nah, you're, you're doing too much. It's something that you're doing that's not making sense. Like why, why are you like this? You know uh, what I'm no, saying? I, I definitely get that. Because I guess in, in yeah. a sense, I kind of do that with my own emotions. Like, I know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's more like I just know I'm at the end of the day, I'm going to be good. So it's like I don't have mm. to even, like, worry about it so much. I just have to endure it. Yeah. And whatever the outcome of the situation is, I adapt to it mm-hmm. and just go with it. See, my problem is that I actually have anxiety. <laughs> so it's like... I, I may be good, but my anxiety is like, mm, girl, hmm. I don't know if you're going to be good or not, but let's just figure this out one step at a time. You know yeah, what I'm no, saying? No, anxiety is you know, definitely something that's tough a to thing. deal with. Now. Yeah. But it's, um, it's interesting. Like, it's very interesting to, um, because I feel like my, my mind doesn't work like that. And that's why I don't want to keep bringing this up, but like on my past relationship, I'm like, what the, f-? it's like, it's like it was blocked, yo. Like that part was blocked. That's so how I was like, yo, I don't I don't understand this. It's not healthy at all. See, but I guess I could say that because I think us as human beings, when we are in relationships, mm-hmm. what we think love is or what love can be or what love in general is mm-hmm. as a vibe, an energy. Not that we're blinded, but it's almost like we don't function correctly. No. And it's not not a bad thing because don't get me wrong, you will you will fall in love again. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you're just going to function differently. Yeah, I think you're going to function from a more healthy place. Yes. But or or at the same time like something's still not going to function right, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way. Like 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 almost like uh when you're around that special guy, mm-hmm. you just get all like weak knee and fucking giggly yeah. like. But you know that's not a good thing. What? Like when they say like, oh, when you fall in love and you have butterflies and stuff, it's not supposed to be like that. Well, no, I'm not talking about so much on, on butterflies, but it's like, um, all right, like I could say like um, my bosses, for example, mm-hmm. um, my boss, my, the guy, whatever he, 
I see that he loves his wife so much. Mm-hmm. Like her happiness brings him absolute joy. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's almost like he he legit will kill for her. Mm-hmm. That is his woman. That's just how it is. And seeing that, it shows me like okay, like I think that's his like thing. Like not like mm-hmm. um like his weakness or anything like that. But it's like that's just him in love. Like she's just mm-hmm. everything. It's not even about the kids either, right? Like, it's but not- I think that's just like a protective thing. You know what I'm saying? I think it's such a difference between, like, your first love and your true love. Because I feel like your first love isn't necessarily healthy all the time. No. Now, your first love can be your true love. You know, that's how you meet when you're young or whatever. You get married to that person and it works out. That first love and your true love, you're lucky to find that. But your first love... I feel like it's really healthy. I think it's supposed to be a lesson. Mm-hmm. For, like, like I hate to say, like, you know, when my kid's mom, I love her. Mm-hmm. I, I still love her as my kid's mom and everything. Yeah. So, but I feel like she was a lesson I needed to learn. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that because it's like, damn, I got, she, she has taught me so much for the next one. Yeah. You know, it almost sucks to say that. It sucks though. Because it's like, yo, she put so much time. She sacrificed so much. And I'm oh, pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure on her part, you know, she could probably say it too. She has taken from me, like what she does not want. Yeah. You know? But that's just part of like growing up. Like, yeah. like today I wanted this, and tomorrow I don't want it. Yeah. And unfortunately, it just sucks. But we had to go through our cycle and our journey. And yeah. when that chapter ended, now when you open that new chapter, you want something different. Now yeah. you know what you don't want. You know what you are or how you want. Like me, I have my own space now, and I'm like, yo, I don't want nobody in my space. <laughs> you know, unless it's my kid, I don't want you. Yeah, yeah I'm like that too. Like I, not that I, you know, I have my own space, but it's like. Even wasting my time. Yeah. Like, I don't play. I don't play with people wasting my time now. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to rob me of my time or anymore. Or it's in, in that sense of time, like, yo, you don't want it to be, like, a bad time. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to give you my time. It better be good. good. And yeah. if somehow you ruin it, mm-hmm. whether it was in two seconds <laughs> or, like, a whole night, mm-hmm. it's like. Why the hell did I give you my time? Yeah. Sometimes you, and sometimes mentally, sometimes you already know it's going to be a bad time. And I hate that. Oh my gosh. And I was just telling somebody like, yo, I knew I wasn't supposed to be with this nigga, yo. I knew it. But we fight on it. You know, we we call it love. We call it love. And it's like that, that faith of love is what keeps it alive, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But it's a post to have for you to learn even if you yeah. have to go through it freaking years mm-hmm. you become a better person some people don't ever learn to be honest mm-hmm. some people never learn or just they just can't yeah. get out of it but it's like yo this is why you have to always put yourself first yeah no matter what even if like you have a kid your kid is important yes comes first in a sense mm-hmm. of way but you also come just on the same level because listen when your kid turns 18 19 20 30 your kid's leaving and gonna live his own life yeah. you're still on your own and exactly. you're still with this guy that's toxic for you bro like what you <laughs> exactly. do why, why you ruin your life and that's why i get upset when people are like yo i want a little toxic in my relationship like why <laughs> well i've never heard that no people... hearing that i'm like yo people are sick yo <laughs> yeah you guys like, are sick why I'm just like, no. are y'all cool with be like Y'all really gotta know the difference between toxic and and having arguments or having some type of exciting thing in your relationship. No, you don't want toxicity in your relationship. Like, 
That's Brad's. That's not okay. Yeah, like, even if it's in one particular area, trust and believe it's going to be in all areas. Like, I just want peace. Like, and peace is not boring. I think people look at peace and it's like, oh, I don't want to just be sitting on the couch doing nothing. No, that's not what peace is. This is how I kind of see it. Well, your significant other should be your home. It should be a safe haven. When you go on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I say this to a lot of people. When I go on vacation, after three days, I'm ready to come back home. Mm-hmm. Why? Number one, going on vacation is like not exhausting, but bro, you're doing everything. You're drinking, yeah. you partying. You, you're a different person when you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. The traveling, all that is exhausting. So yeah. you're just tired as it is. The beds always suck. I've never been on vacation <laughs> where the bed's amazing. Yes, the bed feels amazing when you're tired. Yeah. But there's nothing like coming home to your pillow, your blanket, and your bed. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, like, your significant other should give you that same energy, like, that feeling when you're home. Like, yeah. when I'm here in my, my space, nobody fucking my shit. Yeah. Nobody over here ruining my night. I'm over here, like, with, like whether I'm smiling or not, I'm mm-hmm. chilling. I'm comfortable. I'm safe. Exactly. And that's what a person should be, your home. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to look at my person and be like, yo, I really, I don't want to spend time with this thing. <laughs> I don't want to be around this thing. Like, I don't even want to, I don't want to see his face. I don't want to see his, like, hear his name. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I want to, like, see you and just feel, like, warmth and peace and like i just want to smile when i see you even if i'm upset with you yeah it's almost like you you know like yo i hate this nigga today but i love him but yeah like i mean i'm excited to see you even though i hate you you know what i'm saying we want that but it's not easy to achieve It's it's just work and and you have to go through a whole process with people i feel like if that person was really your piece you don't have to go through process like Things are going to happen, yeah. right? Big things can happen. It's about how you and your partner react to it, how you and your partner work through it together. If you can work through it together, if they're willing to work through it together. And you, know? and you have to always remember like where you started. Yeah. Like people, people, yeah, people start off one way. Mm-hmm. You get in your three years. Now you're not doing this no more. Now yeah. you guys don't do this. And unfortunately, it's. Sometimes it's one-sided. Sometimes it's both-sided. You mm-hmm. know? Sometimes, and I, I guess I can say, like, women more say it to guys and guys sleep on it. Mm-hmm. So it's like where, it, that's just where it starts nosediving, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I kind of tell people, like, listen, you have to try it. And I'm not going to say, like, it's worked out for me because obviously it was not. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping in my next relationship that it, now that I'm more aware of my faults or where I've messed up, mm-hmm. I can now improve from that. Yeah, and it's not saying that my second relationship or my next relationship is going to be the best. Mm-hmm. You know, it might just be better, might mm-hmm. be just the same, might be worse. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, because at the end of the day, we're always going to have in our mind a buildup of what we want. Yeah, and then we get blindsided for a second. I think we just got to pick up on clues and stuff like that. Because my next relationship, I want it to be my last one. I don't like feelings. I don't like liking people. <laughs> I don't like loving people. I like the I love love, right? I call myself Miss Simp because I love looking love. at people. I love, yeah. yeah I just I can, love I can that. I definitely say that with you. Like, you, yeah. you'll you be happy with someone in love. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they're getting married. Like, I love that. Yeah. Like, I love that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that shit. But it's like, but the, the, not the work, because I'm always willing to do the work. It's just, 
being vulnerable with somebody is very difficult. That's where I am. Like my my mm. fear is like, yo, I gotta open myself yes. up against somebody. I if I ask somebody what their favorite color is one more time, Chris. No, I, I don't even. That's my questions anymore. I don't even no. care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, Yo, I kind of want to find out just naturally now. I don't want to ask about how many siblings you have. I don't want to know none of this shit no more. We, if we, I, I, it comes down to like, yes, for you to meet someone, you have to ask questions. Yeah. But at the same time, if you vibe off right, there's certain times you where won't you, have to ask. Exactly. You just talk. Yeah. You're literally you just, just talking. know each other. Like you get to know each other through the conversations that you have, and that's the shit I like. And then that's when you're just... And if you remember as the person that receives the information, mm-hmm. then it shows that you, you, that care. you care. Cause sometimes I'll listen to people, and if I don't remember when you mm-hmm. ask me, oh, you don't remember? I'm like, first of all, if it was if it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it was not memorable, there's just because it was a long time ago. But yeah. if it was like yesterday, and I didn't listen, you know, I did not give a fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mind can only take so much information, and yeah. I not, that was not one of them. So, yeah. But... Yes, natural vibing is very important. Like that mm-hmm. shows a big sign of like interest from both ends. Like I want to let you know without you having to ask, and yeah. you want to hear without having to ask. Yeah, like I was gonna give an example, but I don't want to drink nothing now. But no, it's okay. You can keep it. Just keep, keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you say things early. Yeah. yeah, and that's like even like that's like a, a pregnancy rule. Like mm-hmm. people don't tell anybody they're pregnant until like after three months. Yeah, three months. Yeah, so I probably would do that shit. Too. I think I think me we tried maybe longer than that, and we mm. only told those that we really wanted to. But everybody yeah. else, it was like, yeah, oh yeah, we're pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, I'm just trying to think. What type of husband do you think you would be in your next marriage? <laughs> I think. The next time I become a husband. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, let's do predictions for each other. Uh, you? Yeah. Like, you tell me about, like, what oh, type of wife. wife you're going to be? Yeah. And what you think my spouse would be. And I'm going to tell you what you think. Let me go first. Okay. I think. <laughs> no, because you're really a caring person. I see you having a spouse that. I think would be like she's quiet on surface, but then when you get to know her, she's very outgoing and she's very even funny. <laughs> I see somebody with you like that's really, really funny. Um, that will bring you out of like because you don't have a shell, but you're not like you're not. I have like a wall almost, not a wall, but it's like. Certain stuff you're not going to do. Like, you want to just get up and dance. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you need somebody to, like, pull you to the dance floor and, like, so you can dance in front of everybody. So she's just a pusher. She's the one that pushes you to do Yeah, like, she pushes you to do, like, new things, open up to new spots, like, try new foods. And you'll be with it. You'll be with it all, like, just, you know. No questions asked. No questions asked. Like, oh, she want to do that? We doing it. All right, let's go. Like, (laughs) I see you with somebody like that. Um, I definitely see you with a go-getter, like somebody who has their own, like, maybe like business or career or something like that. Um, I think you would be like, I think you would be 
like such a supportive husband like look at my wife like that's my wife she gonna do what she do but you know that tiktok was like that's my man yeah. mama stick aside <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, like that would be you like you like she would come to you about a random dream like you know what baby i want to do this you'd be like okay we're gonna do this let's see how it works and you would stick by her even if I know it's Yeah, like, even if you know yeah, it's okay. shitty or something, you'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna work through it. <laughs> Damn. Like, no, you're super supportive. And I think like because you're carefree too, you're willing to like take the risk. Like, you know what, even if we fail, it's all good. We're gonna be good, you know? Hmm. Okay, well, well whoever you are, when you listen to this, just <laughs> just, just play this back. Took you long enough, you know. Yeah, like where the hell are you been? All mm-hmm. right, so my turn. Let's see what I got for you. Let's see. If you <laughs> pull uh, out the scroll. So I know you're like on your whole entrepreneurial thing. Mm-hmm. You want to be your own boss. And I definitely think you could achieve that and you might achieve it to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But I see that when you have kids, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say more than one kid, that might change. Maybe two. I want it five. Like you might slow down. Mm-hmm. I keep cutting this off. Sorry. Yeah, so as I was really interrupted by technical difficulties, <laughs> um, like I feel like you you're gonna have to reach a certain degree where it's like you know what I I want to focus on my kids on my family. Oh, uh, okay. I like, can see myself doing that. Yeah, like not become a full housewife, but it's mm-hmm. like you're gonna want to like step down to just focus on your family. You know, mm-hmm. make you want to make sure everybody's good. You know, and and it's not like you're not gonna be doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But you're just going to head towards a different direction, whether it's like changing your career path, mm-hmm. but it's going to be whatever it's connected to family. You know, you might start a podcast just about families, who knows, something like that around that means. <laughs> like but, a mom blog. But you're going to shift your thing with your kids, for mm-hmm. your kids, you know, because mm-hmm. you want to be like involved with your kids no matter what. Like some people get like a business and they like, like because they have to keep it up. Yeah. Not that they forget their kids, but it's like, yo, you're not there with your kids all 24-7. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at some point you might hit that direction with your kids when you have them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And now as your husband, hmm, I feel like somebody with a great sense of humor. Yeah, they got to be Because that one thing is, like, they got to make you laugh. Like, mm-hmm. if they don't fall in love with your laugh, I don't know. That guy ain't for you. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think it's someone that's gonna want to like be the main provider, like take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, protective, definitely protective. Like just overly protective, but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's gonna know your worth. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you he does like you don't need him, mm-hmm. but he wants you to need him. Mm-hmm. So he's always gonna be like always like treating you like from day one. Like you know, I'm trying to impress my woman. You know, mm-hmm. so. It's just gonna be like a very interesting person you're gonna have. Yeah, I think they're gonna be um, like they're gonna try to impress you in their own way consistently. Like it's never gonna be like oh you know they forgot no like this is their thing mm-hmm. and that's their way that that this is the way that he always comes at you mm. and it's always every year every day every month whatever it is this is his thing to you. Mm. That'd be cool. A lot of dedication there, you know. Yeah. That'd be cool. Not a lot of guys like that, but you know, Mm. whoever who you are, just uh, I'll play this back. (laughs) Like, yeah, look at that. Is this you? No, (laughs) you ain't you. (laughs) It's not fitting Chris's criteria. I don't know about that. Mm. 
but you'll get there you know whatever yeah. whatever it is you'll you'll get what you definitely deserve especially because you now know what not, that you don't want mm-hmm. and what you should avoid yeah and you're bound to make bumps and make mistakes but mm-hmm. you'll get there yeah hopefully i mean the person i'm with is willing to like when I say stick to stuff, like, just do the work. I don't want nothing crazy to happen. But if something crazy does happen... You want someone that could ride the storm out yeah. with you. Not right. talking about cheating, though. No. Because <laughs> that is not a storm. No, definitely not. That's different. But, that's, just, yeah. that's just a vibe. Just a vibe right there. Yeah. But, I, like, for me, it's like I, was like, I just want someone that brings me some type of peace. Like, I want to be able to yeah. come to them and they just make everything better just because... I laid eyes on them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want no bullshit. Like, if I'm coming home to you, mm-hmm. yeah, give me bullshit because I forgot to wash the dishes. But, mm-hmm. like, if you know I'm at, like, it's almost like I want them to be, like, my boss. Like, she knows something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. If I walk in and you look at me and you know something's wrong with me, I fuck with you. Yeah. You are the one. Or, you know what? When I say, like, I know a person's the one, is like, if I let you sleep on me. Like, on you? On me. I don't like to be touched by sleeping. Like, Damn, bro. Yo, yo, affection for me is not a thing. Jeez, I don't like, know this about you. Yeah, right like, it's not a thing. Like, and it's weird because I'm loving. Can you hold somebody's hands? Yes. Anyone's hands? No. Hmm. No. So, if you were to do a, a action of affection, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and what I mean by that, okay, kissing is like a form of affection. Yeah. But technically, you could kiss somebody with no affection. Correct. Like on the mouth? In general. Just in general. Like, it doesn't, like, if you don't see it as an affectionate vibe, then you could just kind of do I it. I don't just be kissing people, no. I'm not saying you be kissing <laughs> people. But I'm just saying, like, like, you could hold your friend's hand. No. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to ask. Like, that's, um, that's what I'm trying to say. Can you or can you not? No. So, no. So, in general, like, it's just no. touching. I just started hugging Madison, bro. And it feels <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Madison's like, yo, my sister don't love me. <laughs> yo, and Madison, yo, you know what? No, nah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Because we both have younger sister, sisters, right? Okay. So, Madison grew up way different than how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Way different, right? Like, she had the parents that I wish that I had back when I... Yeah, and I admit that now. Like, I think, like, most of her life, maybe I was envious of her. Okay. Honestly. And that's honest. You know what I'm saying? Because... Happens. Like, I was pretty much, like, an independent child because I had to be. Because both of my parents always worked. Like, I would have to leave the house at, like, 6 in the morning. I wouldn't be back to, like... 637 that's a 12 hour day for a kid and then you got to do homework then you go to bed and then that's it mm-hmm. you don't really see your parents even over the weekend like i was barely home i probably be home sundays okay you know what i'm saying and i never got to stay home like i about to go to church i was like always around people you know what i'm saying but um yeah so affection like i didn't get affection like that like i didn't get it from my mom like that and i don't think she noticed it because she was always working and then plus it was like you know they had marital issues and stuff like that so um you know she was probably focused on things like that my dad was more affectionate but um my mom was not and i don't know why i think usually if my dad if people's dads are affectionate they feel it more mm. 
But my mom not being affectionate, it like <laughs> it bothered me because because I view her as this like this tough person, like this rough person. Like she's not soft. So now she's soft. So I'm like, yo, like who is this nigga? Like. I guess I can agree with that whole thing with like my little sister. Like my little sister, I was a mom and a dad. Mm-hmm. I had my mom and my stepdad, mm-hmm. her father. The only thing I could say that I was envious of my sister, and it wasn't like a unhealthy, you know, just like a natural, like you know, child, innocent mm-hmm. feeling that you got, was that my sister always had someone to protect her. Mm-hmm. Like when my mom was about to whoop her. My stepdad would intervene, mm. and it's like you're not hitting my daughter. Period. Mm. My mom was about to wreck me. Yo, that's it. I just got wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> like yo, even wow. if it was like, all right, yo, calm down. You about to kill him? Nah. Just that's kill. a big revelation, though. But to that's have. but yeah, that's what would bother me because I'm like, yo, my sister did exactly what I did, or like, and I'm wow. getting, I'm getting my shit rocked, and she over there chilling with her candy. Like yo, you wow. rewarding her for doing something bad, and I would get more mad at my stepdad because it's like, yo, you a bad dad, bro. Like you need mm. to rock her, but not you. But let my mom. Mm. Rock yeah, and it wasn't about just the hitting in general, but it was just like okay, I got a little older, left the house, lived my life. Mm-hmm. Now I see my sister. I'm like, yo, my mom is super soft, but mm. I don't think she's soft because she just got soft because of my sister. It's just because she realized she can't find my stepdad. Like mm. you're gonna argue with this man that you're not gonna lay a finger. Like no. So I told my sister like I don't get along with my sister now either because I'm like yo, you're too much like your mom. Okay. But you're also your dad. Like you yeah. are not you. You you have never became. You've never became your own person. You literally became a mix of both of your parents. Mm-hmm. And I am like, yo. I told my sister, I hate to say this to you. I'm like, I love you in my own way, mm-hmm. but I hate to say this to you. You took a lot of bad from both of your parents. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, that has now projected to me. Like you somehow act like you try to be the parent to me sometimes when we argue, mm-hmm. and I get annoyed because I'm like, bro, you realize I'm the older one, right? Like, oh, Madison does that too, and I'm like, yo, bro, don't do that. So it's like, like the way she says my name sometimes. I'm like, yo, don't don't even say my name. Yeah, it's like, bro, like calm the hell down. Like, mm-hmm. listen, if you're gonna pay my bills or something. <laughs> then I'll let you fucking say something, but yeah. I don't need another mom. And I and my stepdad never really said anything to me. Like our, our situations would be like, yo, we just need to know, is your mom home? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, nah. And I'd be like, yo, is mom home? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was our interaction. But I could definitely say like with my little sister, like my mom's upbringing with her is so different. Like I'm like, yo, yo I asked her, like, you ever get hit? And she's like, no, not really. And I'm like, yo, my mom used to be a, a force of nature. <laughs> yo. Yo, it's so wild because, like, Madison is just like my mom. Mm. Like, she's just like my mom. And my mom is very, like, but emotional what ver- now. What version of your mom? The Her past? Smart ass mouth. Oh, okay. So, like, just certain things. Yo, that and, um, like, her sensitivity and a little bit of gaslighting, too. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Madison has, like, you know, I didn't grow up in a bad home at all. Like, I didn't grow up struggling. Like, people, like, I definitely had a better life than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's still always an emotional aspect there, right? So, everything that I had to do, and I feel like they would debate me on this, but this is my perspective as a child. But it's like, I never really got to be a child. Like I can definitely agree that yeah. I feel like I was working at a young age 
Which, listen, maybe it definitely gave me a good foundation. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Definitely gave me a good foundation. But at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, like I saw my sister, like she got a new car, mm-hmm. right? Yo, I mean, I was, I mean, I'm an adult now, but mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was like, wow. Yo, talking about cars. Okay, listen to this <laughs> shit. So they text me. And it was like, oh, this car would look good with Madison. Like, it was like this Jeep, like 2018 Jeep, right? <laughs> Bro, I got so fucking angry. I don't know. And I don't know why. Like, I have a car. Like, it's cool. Like, my car is pretty decent. But you got that car. <laughs> Did your parents That's get it? Did your parents go but out? My, my parents has got me cars before, but they were all older. They were like, we're not getting you no car to drive on yourself okay on that part though i could i could definitely say things might be different like back then and How? now okay so i see it like this like um like somebody i know mm-hmm. two daughters mm-hmm. right one gets like a basic car not an old car just mm-hmm. a basic car okay years later go by the younger child now is at that age of driving gets a nice like high-end car mm-hmm. so it's like yo what are the difference between the two girls it's like why did one get a honda and the other one get like a freaking mercedes mm-hmm. right so i laugh because i'm like i could tell you the difference your parents were making x amount of dollars back <laughs> in this time now they get a little they got a lot more money to play no, with I'm, I'm just saying like you know what i think it okay like yo everything that i had to do was for <laughs> madison bro like <laughs> I had to drive. It was mad pressure for me to get my license. Not because they wanted me to drive, but because they wanted me to drive to pick up Madison. Like, it was just wait, like. Wait, wait, When you were driving, where was Madison going to school at the time? Quarles. Oh, anyway. Or Greco, maybe? No, I'm only, Something I'm like only that. asking because I'm like, listen, my mom did not give a crap about that. She was like, you can mm. walk your ass to pick up your oh, sister. Oh, no. They would never back. let Madison walk. Oh. They would never. Madison don't walk. She don't know where nothing is, bro. She got to use GPS to go to Burgerfield. Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just look at her like, yo. Like, and I had like a 92 Nissan Altima, which I love that car. You know what I'm saying? But that car was rinky dink. That thing but did not you know protect me. Nice. It's a 2018 Jeep. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that been nice. And she don't even know how to drive. <laughs> so I'm like, you giving her a new car for what? You're not worried if she get into an accident? Because that's what they told me. Oh, if you get into an accident, we can give you no good car. Because then, you know, we're going to waste money. But. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, and I'm trying to grow out of that envy-ness, I guess. Because it's not fair, because it's not Madison's fault. My parents didn't want me to have a license. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yeah. Yo, my mom is a character. Yeah. Now that I think about it, you remember when we had uh, drivers in high school? <laughs> mm-hmm. So you passed the written test and they gave you a little car. And yeah. Bro, I was happy with my little 92. Like, yo, I took this shit. I barely studied. And I got a good mm-hmm. grade. I'm about to get my license, right? Showed it to my mom. Like, I don't even know why because it's like, this is exactly what I mean by my mom. Like, my mom is fucked up so much where it's like, yo, when I did try to include you, mm-hmm. you still fuck up. Mm-hmm. I showed her this nice ass grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I. Mom, I could get a license. Like, I could get ready for this, right? She ripped that shit up. Oh, no, the fuck she didn't. She was like, you think I'm going to give you the ability to drive around, like, that liberty? Like, you know, you don't deserve to drive. I was like, yo. Bro, and I'm like, yo, what a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> what a cunt. Yo, 
I was like, <gasps> and, I, and it's funny because it's like in my mom's eyes, in a way, I was like a rebellious child. It wasn't that I was rebellious. I just challenged her a lot. Like my mom never understood. I was a very basic child. Like if you told me I could not go to the mall, mm-hmm. give me a reason. I don't even care if it's a stupid reason. There if, you you go. To, if you told me because I don't want you to go, mm-hmm. I would drop it. But my mom would just be like, no, why? Because I said so. Like, what you mean you said so? Like, give me a legit reason and I'll back out. No, nah, my mom was just like, nah, I said it. That's what it is. So I laughed because when she ripped that shit out, I was like, <laughs> yo, I'm sorry. Bro, I, I didn't like, get it. <laughs> Listen, I laugh about it because I'll never forget my shit. feeling at that moment. I was like, what a cunt. Yo, yo, I feel like everybody has like a drop moment with their parent, yo. Yo, it was this one time. Oh my God, yo. I'm spilling all my tea. I don't care. Because I, you know, I moved past it, you know, whatever. Um, but it was a moment like, I was crying. And you know, my dad consoled me. He was like, you know, he started crying with me, whatever. I'm not going to say the reason. But I started crying to my mom. And yo. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. She was like. What's wrong with you? She was like. Nobody's perfect. No family is perfect. Suck it up. And she walked away, bro. And like. Yo, my heart dropped. I think that was a moment where I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, every, every feeling I had just, like... Just didn't matter. And I did not cry in public. since I didn't cry to a person since, like, that. Like, so, me crying to a person, if I'm crying to you, you really had to hurt me for me to show you that I'm crying to you. Because wow. after... After that, you were just an never, emotional vault. Never. Yeah, and it's I crazy because myself. they look back; they don't even remember. Like they don't that remember happened. that yeah. shit. Like when my mom, I laughed because I was like, "Yo, I get the whole like she's scared that I have a license. I'm gonna just be doing my own thing." Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. But I'm like, bro, like I need a car first of all, and I already knew. listen. <laughs> you made it clear you weren't paying for college. Yeah. So what the hell made me think you were getting me a car? What? Well, which is crazy because it's like, yo, as much as I didn't get along with my stepdad, mm-hmm. that nigga was nicer than my mom. <laughs> Like, That's he crazy. actually bought a car, like a manual shift car. Like, first of all, the shit was old as hell. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, bro, if that car was really meant for me, if it really wasn't, I'd fuck with you. Yeah. Because, y'all, as much as I hate to say, you're not even my dad. Mm-hmm. You may have raised me, but I'm like, you're not even my dad. And you got me a car. Yeah. My mom over here, piece of shit, ripping my fucking thing. What the fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> so I didn't get my license till I was like 19, bro. 19. Yo. Yo, kids out here driving at 17. I'm 19 just getting my seat, my, my CD, my license. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong? Like, I had to go joyride. I've gotten pulled over without a license. Yo. I, almost got a, I almost got my points on my license I didn't have because of my mom's. <laughs> yo. I was so mad at her. I was like, yo, my mom really crippled. Like, she, in a central way, you crippled me before i even like like we talk about how like school don't don't get us ready for like you know taxes yeah. and all this stuff yeah my mom didn't want me driving <laughs> yo and it was like i still had to oh get a license God. and i still drove and i'm like i don't even kill anybody driving yet did i mm-hmm. so what the hell but yo now my sister out here strutting uh if i'm correct it's gotta be like a 2017 toyota rav4 <laughs> And I'm like, yo, you know what my first car was? A 1999 Plymouth, <laughs> Plymouth Neon, bro. Yo. Do you know they don't even make this shit anymore? No. Plymouth? <laughs> it's probably a safe thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's a fake. There was a fake version yo. of the Dodge Neon. I was like, and I love that car because I, first of all, it was cheap as fuck. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I earned that money in that mm-hmm. car. And third of all, I'm like, I don't, I don't judge my sister because I don't listen. 
I want to give my kids my stuff too. Like yeah. if, they, if they want something, I want to be yeah. able to give it to them. If they deserve it and earn it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I think as an adult, we understand that now. Yes. Yeah. But like if I if I was in a position, yeah, of course I would give my child everything. But it's like, damn, my kids, not one of them. Yeah. Exactly. Not the younger one either. Both my kids. Exactly. Like actually, I even I'm a firm believer on like that whole like level things. Like okay, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, like the one Honda Mercedes situation. Mm-hmm. Listen, if I give one kid a Honda. Yo, you getting a Honda too? Exactly. Even if I had the money to get a better car, as a second car, if it's like a graduation present or something like mm-hmm. that, I'm gonna get you the because you you reached a higher milestone. Yeah, I want to go out my way and get you this car. Yeah, second kid, same level of car. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the same brand, just the same level of dignity of that car. Because exactly. it's like, yo, how am I gonna give my kid a hoopty? <laughs> and then the second, then the younger child, yo, a Lambo. Do like, you remember my first car? Nah. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I love that thing though. It was like beige. Oh, it was like different color. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I remember the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, Serenity. That's what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only sense of peace. Okay. Okay, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, like I love the car. The car is like amazing. I could whip it any way I wanted to. I probably would have still had that car to be honest, if if I didn't get into that accident. But it's like, yo, and I'm looking at, like, what Madison driving now, and I'm just like... She got GPS, Bluetooth, camera, everything. heated seats. We out here struggling with no heated seats. <laughs> yo, my heat and my air didn't work, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, I was sweating. Yo, I think at that point, as a parent, like, you you would look at them like, yo, I never got my kid a car or, a, you know, a good or car. a good car. I'm going to fix the AC for them in the heat. <laughs> like, at least do that. Nah, but you know what it is? Like, my my parents... So, my life was different than my step-siblings' life. Like, way different. So, different. they look at me like, oh, you got everything that we wanted to get. And I'm just like, yeah, I know, but it was... <laughs> some stuff was shitty. Like, <laughs> some stuff was shitty. I'm grateful, though. Yeah, but it's kind of shitty. It's not to be unappreciative, but it's like, thinking about it now, you're just like, wow. Yeah. And then, worse to compare... Like, yeah. Wow, you guys. Yeah. Parents of the year there. All right. Yeah, because it's like okay, like you know they live where they live where they live, but you know we lived in Jersey and then we lived in like those little condos over there. So to them maybe it looked better or whatever. But then then they, my parents moved to a house. But the only reason they moved to a house because it's Madison. You know, <laughs> saying yeah. like so yeah, we wasn't going to a house because of me. Of me is because Madison was here. Like Madison was coming, so. Yo, Madison, why you do your sister wrong? Yo, <laughs> and yo, it's so yo for so long. Not that I hate. So yeah, that goes back to the to the thing. Like yeah, I just started hugging Madison. Hmm. Just started hugging Madison. I don't hug my parents, and I kind of regret it. Like regret not, but now if I start hugging them, it's gonna feel weird. Yeah, I get that. I, I just don't show affection at home. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget, like for one New Year's. I don't know how old that was. I definitely was like in high school. My stepdad like gave me a hug on New Year's Eve, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, besides disgusted for some reason, I was so bothered by it. <laughs> I was very bothered by it. like, bro, mm-hmm. all these years. Mm-hmm. Now once have you shown me a a, a sign of affection? Mm. And you do it now, and I don't, and I never fucked with you. Like, what? Are you dying? Like, is this a goodbye? Like, what is going yeah, on? It's always weird when they try to hug you out of nowhere. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, I didn't want to be here with you guys. Yeah, 
And I'm like, what the hell? But I don't know, whatever. <laughs> he said it wouldn't be here. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I don't know. I was an interesting childhood. I did not want to spend holidays with my parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like when my mom married my stepdad, I made it clear, like, Yo, you guys have a family. And, and I'm, I'm just, not a part yeah, of that. Like, like yeah. you guys have a whole last name together. Mm-hmm. I just happen to be my mom's kid. I'm oh, the that's true. Child. You have, like, a different last name. My, wow. my mom's original last name. Mm-hmm. She she tried to force me to change it to his last name. Really? You out of your mind. <laughs> you thought. Wow. Yeah. That's insane, yo. Yo. Parents, bro. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, as much as I don't get along, and I clarify that he's my stepdad, but when I introduce him to people, like, this is my dad. Mm. Uh, and I hate to say it, like it's like he did raise me. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, I have even certain tendencies of him. I may not be genetically related to him, but like me and him have like the same kind of toe shape. Really? Yeah. It, it bothers me too because I'm like, spent too. I was too close to him. Like I was. <laughs> we, were, we must have slept in the same room way something too long. Something molding toes yeah, together. Yeah, like, this, guy, this guy did it on purpose. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, it's like you know. I'm appreciative for what they did anyway. Yeah. Whether it was good or bad, I'm still mm-hmm. I'm still me because of them. You know, yeah. maybe I would have been a worse version of myself if I if I got if everything. You didn't I, have, yeah. 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 No, I'm I'm very appreciative of my parents and what they gave, you know, what they sacrificed. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit here and sound ungrateful because I am grateful for the life and the opportunities and, that I have. And to be fair, we have more than what other people have. Too. Way more than what other people have. Which is why I will always be thankful, you know? I think when people... I think sometimes, like, we, people have the tendency of, like, trying to make people feel guilty because it's like, oh, look at the life that we provided for you. Like, how can you be ungrateful, right? But life is more than possessions. Yeah. It's emotional... It's more emotional than anything, you, honestly. Yo, you could be, you could literally have everything you want. And still physically. be an emotional wreck. If I don't say I love you, I mean nothing. Yeah. Like, you can, like, be a, 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 I don't know, have a million dollars to get everything you want. You might just turn into a shopaholic, but can you emotionally, you know, can you tell somebody what's going on with you? Nope. Like, and that, to me, that is more important than than everything else. Because, you know, because I working in social services, you see, like, I've seen families who had nothing, but, you know, their kids are super close with their parent. Like, I had a client, and she was, like, she came from Florida. She was just everywhere. She was in the street, everything. And her first daughter was there through all of that because her two youngest kids are like they're like 11 years apart or something like that so her first child is really her road dog like that is her road dog and she has some issues like the child has some issues because she's seen too much Mm -hmm. but she never has to hide anything from her mom like they always have that relationship of like yeah I need to come to my mom I need to ask my mom for this like for advice in this like they're very tight even though they had nothing and that just proves like you know you know things and possessions and positions that you put yourself in life it's important but that relationship at the end of the day is like the most important thing 
Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like for me, it's like, I just want my kid to know that I love them. Yeah. You know, nothing else matters. Uh, it doesn't matter what anyone says or thinks. Mm-hmm. All I care about is his thoughts. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know, I want to hear about his day when he's finally like really talking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to go a day without telling him I do love him. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can text him, I can call him, I can FaceTime him. Mm-hmm. I want to let him know. Like, I'm here, bro. Like, yeah. I am your dad. Because you know what's crazy? Like... God forbid, like, you and your kid can be in a cardboard box. But if he knows that you love him and that, you know, that you are trying to provide for him, he will probably only remember that you love him and that you gave him this, not the situation that you were in. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like, you know, emotional growth, like... You know, emotion, training your child to be emotionally intelligent and aware is, like, important. And it's not easy. No. It takes a lot of time and a lot of dedication. Yeah. And, you know, it's not going to be perfect. It's just, mm-hmm. but it gets good enough. Yeah. Man, but big ups to you for being a dad. <laughs> no, for real. For real. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to do your thing. You know, You're doing your thing. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to do it for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, obviously improving myself. And yeah. I want to be able to give him as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I think that alone is my drive to do a lot better. Yeah. You know, like, um, I want him to have everything I... Not that to have it, mm-hmm. but to be able to have everything I didn't have. Yeah. But also have what he wants. Yeah. But, you know, like, despite, you know, the whole situation, whatever, I feel like you're as present as you can be. Like, like you're very present to, like, you know, however you push that, that limit, you push it. Yeah. I mean, I wish, know? obviously, we always wish more. We want more. I mean, that's how human beings are. I wish I was more present. Mm-hmm. But I know as he gets older, I will be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just kind of like go with the journey kind of thing yeah yeah you do your thing friend thank you and that's your friend <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes okay you're my friend thanks <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> Bruh. let me chill out anyway <laughs> Chris so you have anything else you wanna this is a long episode we was talking about Everything. Matt, yeah. Everything. That wasn't even the original. Um, no, we were just supposed to talk about, well, I said I was going to talk about happiness, which I did a little yeah. bit, but it went into religion. It went to everything. Yeah, but. Parenting. Yeah, pretty good. A yeah. little bit of our past. Yeah. Personal stuff, so. Yeah. It's a real conversation, actually. Yeah, actually. I, prob- I actually think I learned more about you. Really? I think of I things think. that I never knew about you. Like, yeah. This is going to come back to the whole dog situation. Mm. Like for those that didn't know this, so <laughs> <laughs> so Angie had a barbecue not that long ago. Real quick, last story, and she had a big dog, and uh, it's an old big dog. And I'm looking at this dog like as if it's the first time I ever laid eyes on this dog. Yo. I'm like, yo, Angie, when did you get a big dog? And Chris has been to my house multiple times, yo. Apparently, this, do- times. this dog was always in the house when I was there. He's 13, bro. Hear that out. He's 13 years. Okay. So I'm like, when did you get this? We've been out of high school 11, 11 years. years. Yeah. 
And I did not know. I, I mean, I guess I did see him as a small dog, but it yeah, just but never clicked. Dog, I never clicked no. him as a big dog. And I'm just like, yo, when did you get this big dog? And she's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I was I like, what? I was mad confused. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I just learned more about you right yeah. now through your, pod, through your own podcast. But to be fair, I feel like the podcast brought us closer. Oh, As friends, this yeah. is just to be clarified. This is not hanging out, though. This it's not working. hanging out. We're working. Yes, we're working. Chris is my first employee ever. Waiting for that paycheck, though. Uh, he's a volunteer right now. Oh, oof! <laughs> this is looking like a nonprofit. This is gonna, hopefully, I can get a, a tax write off on this. <laughs> Your people can talk to my people. Okay, because I got pe- I got people. Okay. <laughs> Now you got real lawyers and shit. I just have an LLC. I'm like, hey, here I go. <laughs> it's just me. But um, yeah, I feel like this brought us closer. I'm glad. That's friends, yeah. Yeah, you're helping me a lot. I'm trying to support the cause, yeah. Yeah, so if this blows up, you'd be the first person. Like, yeah. you're, actually, you're really the first person who actually, like, Believed in me. Not pushed to it or supported you in the sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like when people are trying to figure themselves out, you can't shoot them down unless you definitely know something about them. Like, mm-hmm. right, you remember, like, when you were in your whole singing thing? Mm-hmm. All right. Supported you in the singing thing. No, he was bad supportive for the singing thing. I've been made fun of for supportive <laughs> for the singing thing. Yo, he was bad supportive. More supportive. I was kind of shocked though. Supportive you were. You know what's honestly. crazier? I didn't mm. even go to Inglewood Island. No. <laughs> I didn't even hear you sing I get fast. Yo. <laughs> Yo, how was you not there for the peak thing? I wasn't allowed to go. My mom was strict oh, as hell. That's right. My mom was just a, you know, she was very strict. So unfortunately oh I didn't God. go to that. But I've always supported you. Now yeah. now obviously years have gone by. You still probably still have a good voice to sing. Mm, but okay. you never sang ever no. again. So I've never heard you sing again. So mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, yo, Angie's a good singer. I, I can't, I, I'm over here appraising. Like, she's a good singer. Oh but gosh. when you came up with this whole like podcasting, I thought about it. Like, you know what? You, even though you, singing and talking are two different things, it's mm-hmm. still a voice. Yeah. You know, a lot of people you've grown mm-hmm. obviously over the years, you've met a bunch of different types of people. Yeah. And I was like, you know, because of that, Mm-hmm. It may not be singing, but it's still you getting your voice being to be heard. Heard, yeah. But then it's also about other people's stories to be heard. Yeah, like my thing is, it's not. I mean, it's my podcast, but it's really not about it's for me. the people. Yeah, it's just like you know, people sharing their stories, having conversations, making it sound natural. Because I try not to have a interview style type of yeah i mean the, to be fair this is really really a full conversation this mm-hmm. really was like uh if this wasn't recorded it's like damn we just had a conversation yeah. <laughs> so i mean yeah and it's like you know i've seen you record your other episodes and it's like all the people you bring in they all have very interesting stories mm-hmm. and it's like no offense everybody but it's not like you guys were somebody or nobody yeah but like there's somebody it's like people coming up and doing their thing you're a real person and you've been hurt yeah you know and some or of whatever your, some of the stories are great amazing mm-hmm. some of them are basic and it's just how it is but mm-hmm. it's real natural yeah. not acted out you know the laughing is real you know angie mm-hmm. doesn't just laugh like this a lot she no just, just i'd you know? be laughing my fake laugh is like um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember we had a conversation about your lay laugh. Oh, it's like, uh, yeah. 
But, but yeah, I'm I'm glad mm. to be able to support you in any way I can. No, you've been you've been a really good friend through this. I think um, like you, um, Byron, <coughs> excuse me, have been very supportive, like extra supportive. Um, in a variety of different ways, you know. And, of course, my other friends are, are very supportive, too. Right. You two just stick out. Um, but you've really been, like, you really on the top of the list. Like, you really, um, you coming with me. You coming out the hood together. Ooh. We out the hood. <laughs> that's but crazy. Nah, you've really been. I'm not even doing it for I'm not even doing it for No, that, I man. think that's what it is. Like, you're really doing it because you love me. Listen. I, I, the way, I don't know, I've always been like that with certain friends where it's like, if you guys can do better and get to a better place, mm-hmm. I don't need anything out of it. I'm happy to know that you're in a better place or you're doing good. I mean, especially because it's not like this is exactly like your dream from like five years old, yeah. but it's a passion you have. Mm-hmm. And if nobody else tries to like help cultivate it and make it bigger, yeah, it's just going to die out. And it's like, that's mm-hmm. not right. You know, it's like almost like. You had an idea, no one heard you, and nobody cared. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just wanted to be supportive as best as I could. And yeah. even if this doesn't turn out to be anything after this, mm-hmm. it was fun. You know, you met people yeah. out of it. I've met people out of it. Um, other people have heard great stories out of it. Other mm-hmm. people didn't hear stories out yeah, of it. Yeah, people have networked because of it. People have and, relationships. you know, people can promote their businesses if they have them on here, you know, mm-hmm. make that money. You know, we all grow together, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Like, if you know me for real, it's like, I'm going to mention your name in a room. I'm going to, like, refer people to you. Like, I'm not, like, on some... Oh, you need to do something for me, for me to help you. No, no it's just I'm uh, all like love. It's a, it's exactly like what what the world should be like. Everybody mm-hmm. should help out each other for no reason. You know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but thank you. If thank I never told you, I mean, I I feel like I tell you thank you all the time. You always thank me, and it's yeah. like listen. You know me well enough. Yeah. Like this is nothing to me. Like it's like it's important but to still, you, but it's yeah. like. But still, thank you. You know. Of course. Thanks, You're my friend. I'm his friend, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me wrap it up. Yo, this episode is probably going to be like two hours. Better be the best episode. I think it will. I don't know what to name it. Give me a name. I don't know. You can call it Chit Chat. Chris Chat. Oh, Cheese Man. Cheese Man. So, Cheese Man is like the Spanish thing that, like, it's a word. Like, if gossip. you have to explain it, I don't want to put it up there. All right. All right. <laughs> Let me wrap it up. <laughs> you figure out the name later. Yeah, we figure it out. I always think of good names, so you know. Damn, wait, this is gonna be a whole episode. Yeah. Damn. It's gonna be like fucking three hours. You gonna make this shit a two party? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why am I gonna have a second part of the chit chatting? Mm, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Damn. It's like, come on. Yo, whoever listens to this whole episode, wow, power to you. I don't, yeah. I, nah. don't, I don't even think I'm gonna listen to my own episode. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's a lot. Uh, I'm still getting into the podcast universe. Yeah, guys. but the time is fine. That's why it's like, yeah. like that. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Anyway, let me wrap it up. Bye, everybody. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. And I appreciate you, fam. And remember, be, be honest, honest though. though. <laughs>